Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, y- y'all start out with a song? Yeah, we can start out with a song. What you want? Uh, what, what have you been listening better make to it lately? Good, okay? Yeah, it, we are judging the <laughs> fuck out of you right Pressure. now. Sure. <laughs> What about, are you about, are you gonna play a song or you gonna sing a song? We do both here. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he was just talking about that uh, Drew Hill Sleeping in My Bed Ooh, remix. So I mean, that's, that's a classic. <laughs> okay, 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 Let's that's what we're starting with. Sexy go. vibes, I got oh, that. So, so you wanna dance, huh? <laughs> so you so wanna you dance. dance. <laughs> I'ma make you dance. Sleeping <laughs> in My Bed remix? Yeah. Let's see. The remix. It, just in my bed. Just yeah. in my bed so, remix. So so deaf remix. So so deaf. So so deaf remix. Okay. Yeah, make Got sure. You. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. I'ma make you dance. Yeah. You move. Uh. I'ma make you move. This is the mood right now. I love how that come in. Ain't next to you. Yeah. Hey, come on around. Cause I was your fool. Cause me in my head, I can't be a My friends keep telling me about things that's going on. But deep in my heart, babe, I hope that they're wrong. God is sleeping in my sleeping in my bed. Okay. Somebody sleeping in my bed. Sleeping in my bed. <laughs> in my head. I can't sleep. Wow. Intern, yo, intern just, <laughs> intern just glitched. That was crazy. I've never seen you with so much passion. <laughs> Is it the yellow? Except when he's doing his elbow dance. I've never seen such passion. Oh man, welcome back. Yes, you just hit tenor notes there. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was going in still. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh we're joined by my homie, good friend Tim. Tim is in the building. What's you guys up, bro? see what him? You, what you saying? What you saying? I'm chilling, bro. I'm loving the t-shirt. I'm loving the t-shirt. That's nostalgic. Take it back. You gotta hit him with the suck it real fucking Two suck it real quick. You. Yo, did you guys have that suspension going on over there in America as well when you guys did that? Cause here, every school you you were banned. We we wouldn't get suspended, but I definitely got in trouble. Uh, like, cause this was like I was probably in like seventh, eighth grade, and it was a little kid. It was a, like a sixth grader that was bugging me, and I remember I just I grabbed his head. I was like, "Well, you you got two words." <laughs> okay. And, I, and my math my math teacher came out the room as soon as I was doing it, and I went to a Christian school, so he was. Oh fine. shit. He was like, I'm gonna pretend I didn't see that, and then you watch. Oh so my was, god! Okay. Wow, <laughs> yeah, you took it to another level, though. We were yeah. just doing this. You were taking children's heads and just ramming them. I, I, I was a child too. So. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Let's let's clarify that as well. 
bad. Sidebars. Somebody records that soundbite. Listen, oh, you yeah. can't be too careful. You make cannot sure, be too sure. careful these days. <laughs> oh man, but yo, thank you for joining us on the show. Um, what you been up to during this whole quarantine, man? Man, honestly, just like laid up with wifey, catching up on Netflix shows, um, yeah. watching 90 Day Fiance. Oh, <laughs> oh, a classic. <laughs> Trying to learn how to make steak, and that's pretty much it, bro. Are you a better cook now? Everybody's I'm apparently a, a better cook now. Bro, I'm a way better cook now. <laughs> so I, I used to like never cook anything. I would warm up some leftovers, if anything. You know what I'm saying? I would finesse my leftovers, throw it in a tortilla, throw a fried egg on it, and that was like my cooking, you know, but... <laughs> Um, you know, we've been doing the HelloFresh shit where they send you the oh, ingredients yeah. and you cook it up. And nice. I've been like Those are so trying dope. to, yeah, they're so dope. They really make you feel like you're like a, a whole like chef. Whole you know? chef. Do they send yeah. you a picture of what it's supposed to look like? And then you compare it at the end. Like, ah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need that shit. <laughs> so that's cool. You know, just been, uh, just laid up, man. We need a we need how a black food steak? service like that. How do you eat your steak? Because you said you just learned oh, how to shit. cook it. Oh so. shit! No, I mean I'm learning how to cook it. I, I've I've always, but I'm I'm bougie with my steak though. That's the thing about it, mm. right? So I'm a, I'm a medium rare guy. Okay. Uh, and uh, so that, like that's why I'm like I'm I keep fucking up because it's always a little more cooked than what I then, I, I would mm-hmm. like. Got yeah, it. It's it I, butter dredging. You dredge it with butter too. Yeah, yeah I'm doing the whole butter gotta, shit. You gotta you dredge know? that with butter, baby. <laughs> yeah. Norm, Norm's Norm our is chef. Low key a chef. Norm is low key a chef, so he could uh, teach you a thing or two. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'll teach you a one, two, two, a two, one, two thing. And he could, he, he could throw some weed in there at the same time too. That's the best part. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, throw some weed butter in there. Boom. This nigga, <laughs> he can make anything honestly, and you'd never even taste the weed. He used to do like weed dinners for. Valentine's Day, and oh. I would go with my ex, and that shit would be popping. I think that's why we broke up. Anyways, moving <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I know, especially right now, as, as a creator myself, it's a difficult and weird time, right? Um, it's difficult for multiple reasons, aside from the fact that like a lot of the work that we do is actually out of the house um, sometimes, yeah. that this has obviously subjected us to the house and it's kind of like oh okay let's go back to a youtube mode or let's get on a tiktok wave or instagram but also there's all the worldly issues that are happening right now and everything that's surrounding that so i know it's it's so difficult to figure out should you post something should you not have you had any of those moments where you're like ah i got a fire joke or a fire skit idea or something that i never just you just can't get off right now yeah, I mean, I definitely when the shit just just started popping off, you know, I had been shooting all day and um, and then I, I posted a picture from the shoot and, 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 you know, majority of the comments were regular comments. But then right out the gate, you know, it was something like, oh, wow, Tim, your silence is deafening right now. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. What are you, about? <laughs> you know, and then so, you know, but and I get it, too, you know, as somebody who like you know, um, like I rap and, you know, like a lot of my, a lot of my content is like, I'm a, I'm a hip hop dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people like Tim is with somebody so involved in like black culture and hip hop culture. Like, why aren't you saying anything? Yeah. You know? And I was like, and I was like, just, I need a second to just kind of like, first of all, figure out what's going on, yeah. you know? And, yeah. um, and at the same time I was like, I don't really necessarily know if I have the right thing to say or the answer, you know? So I tried to be really just careful what I was doing. Like I didn't, I didn't feel right posting shit. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I made sure to like, if anything, look, uh, 
I know I know what I can do in terms of like my money is right. So I'm gonna post some charities that I some shit that I donated to that y'all can also donate to. Yeah. This is what I can do. This is what I actually feel like is gonna make a difference. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I was doing my own podcast, you know, I do it with my boy Rick, who uh, who is uh, black. <laughs> and so I was like, let me sit back on this episode. Let him talk his shit. Uh, you know, like if anything, I can give a voice to like um, like my black people in my life because yeah. you know I don't I don't understand necessarily what he's going through. So I was like, let me let me do what I feel like I can actually do, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm gonna just sit back because it, it feels funny, definitely trying to be funny yeah. when like the world is on fire you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah dead ass and like in a sense it sucks because it's like you know that part of your job is putting out that fire in a sense like it's right, kind of yeah. like your 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 voice and your laughter is kind of needed in moments where people are usually down so it's yeah. like how do i deliver this while still being appropriate and like you raise a good point like norm said the same thing when we had our episode he's like i'm just gonna sit back right because it's like he knows he doesn't fully understand everything because he's not black he can't fully understand it but at the same time he knows he's very immersed in black culture and that he would want to say the right things and be of the right help and sometimes Mm -hmm. the best way to do that especially as an ally we talk about it the past couple weeks is just listening like Mm -hmm. not even just hearing but listening because a lot of people are just trying to do the most right now to compensate for something that they're feeling deeper down but it really comes down to like what you can really what you have to offer and what like the impact that you can really make like i know i may not be able to speak on it uh to the masses but for my own to my family yeah who, who who have difficulty understanding it at least i could be a conduit or or or, or uh, an ally in mm-hmm. in helping explain to them, you yeah. know, because maybe they, and that's where my role falls in. You know, I, I'm yeah. like I'm just gonna deal with my family first, make sure they get it, and, and that's the thing. Like from there, I I feel I would have more respect for the people who didn't say anything than the people that said some shit and it was like, what the fuck did you just say? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the people that keep their mouths shut and kind of just like you see them retweeting they're still reposting it's not like they're putting out their own content of what you can do and how this makes them feel but they're still helping the the argument go along you know what i mean and i i get it like i wouldn't if i wasn't black i honestly probably wouldn't say anything online like Mm -hmm. because like we talked about as well there's multiple front lines now it's not like the 60s where the front line was literally just a protest and you're marching there's many ways to be on the front line now and sometimes Mm -hmm. it it means just going to your family and talking to them because you know they don't understand that life as much as you do sometimes it's talking amongst your friends like there's so many different ways that you can help now that i'm not going to chastise people for not going online especially when i'm one of the people that chastise people for going online and trying to be a do-gooder you know what i mean like i hate when people go online and try to flaunt their do-goodness like if uh. that makes sense like the, the we were t- i was talking to my boy about it the other day i was like with the whole charity thing even if i'm giving to charity i wouldn't if i was a rich person giving to charity i wouldn't even want to know let people know that i did that and like that's what i'm saying bro it was like and that's why look i, I understand the reasoning you know but like when people are posting like 
their like their receipts and shit of what they posted. It just it feels weird. Yeah, to me, man. You know? Yeah, it's very self serving. Very self serving. Very disingenuous and. It yeah. it definitely is a lot, and I just feel like. I feel like we did kind of put a pressure on a lot of different people to speak out really yeah. soon, but that mainly came, I know from my person, my personal self, when I went on this little rant, like, fuck this person, if they don't want to say anything, <laughs> fuck this person when they don't want to say anything. It was kind of just cause like, I'm so fed up with it. Cause I've seen it in my like personal day-to-day life where I've seen these people who aren't black, who eat off us all the time. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this is your time now to like come and step up for us. But it's just like a thin line where people need to not say too much where they end up saying something stupid, especially if they don't necessarily mean it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And they're just trying to like Virtue learn signal. everything and figure it out. Like yeah. we know you're not racist, but you just had some <laughs> fucked up shit. And now we just got to cancel you. Cause yep. <laughs> we like, hello. The, the black um, squares is really what exposed all of those people, you know, <laughs> cause majority of them, they didn't know what to say. So they said nothing. And then they right. saw the black square. They're like, oh, I can join in this that because there's, there's just a hashtag and it's simple. I can show that I'm, I'm with them. Yeah. No, yeah. baby And girl, it just dude. went, wow. So all you post is a black square. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> hey, man. Well, my cousin, like, shout out to my cousin. This is like the work I'm doing, like I said, with my family. Mm. God bless my cousin. He posted the black square. And then his caption was, all lives matter. I was like, yo, cousin, you do not get the Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, take that down. He's like, you're tripping out. Why are you relax? I'm like, no, you're a, no. Because, <laughs> like, no. I'm unfollowing you. So no. uh, and then he, like, it, it, but then the way he was reacting, I was like, oh, now you're going to, so my freedom of speech, da, 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 da. Oh, he went God. on to something else. And I was like, oh, no. It's infiltrated into like well, my, my, the thing family, is, my blood. Like he's a he's a POC. You know what I mean? It's like the thing is with all lives matter people. I get I get half mad at them because I get the sentiment, but you don't get the sentiment. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you don't understand what Black Lives Matter means. I get it. All lives matter. Cool. All lives matter. I understand that. Right now, people aren't acting like Black Lives Matter. It's so, kind of crazy that we still kind of have to explain what that means. It's you feel nuts. Me? It's nuts. I feel like there's been so many ways where people have broken down the analogies of like, oh, you know, if I break my leg, are you going to come talking about your arm and this and this and that? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's been put in so many different ways yeah. at this point. Like, why, why, why do you not get it? You know what you know? it is? It's, it's, first of all, it's pushback for some of them. For some of them, it's pushback because they know that it's a truth deep down that there's a lack for black lives right now. But mm-hmm. also the other thing, which I realized this week, because I was talking up for women and a bunch of dudes just kept calling me a simp and, oh, like, uh, I hope the bitches see this one and all this crap, right? And I'm just like, I got into an argument with one guy and he started using semantics, right? So mm. I, I realize that I'm like, oh, shit, I do this with my girl. <laughs> like, you know, when you're having an argument and you want to be the right one so bad yeah. that even though you know what someone means, you will rely on semantics because they can't <laughs> prove that's not what you were saying. You know what I mean? Because right. you're like, this is what I said, though, even though you know what you meant, 
by I'll saying it. shit. Yeah, I fucking hate they just <laughs> they use that that layer of semantics to dismantle whatever you're trying to say. So they know, mm-hmm. for example, Black Lives Matter means all lives matter at the same time. But they won't accept that because they need the semantics. They know that, for example, when I say black men, we need to do better at protecting our, our women. If you're a black man that's protecting your woman, you're not worried about it. You're not, because you know what I mean. You know what I mean? The majority of black men, not every single, I'm not pointing at every single black man like, you're not doing your job. You're not doing it. You know who I'm speaking with. And so they'll use those semantics to just change the argument. And it's just... Bro, that, that's why the word semantics is dope. Because you sound smart as hell when you say it. <laughs> yup. you get to break down. Or you're like, bro, you just... You trying to argue semantics right now. <laughs> <laughs> yup, yup. Say that to a hood nigga and he's lost. <laughs> he has lost completely. Oh, man. But, yo, we, we, we forgot to do one thing. Welcome back. <laughs> did we do this last week? I don't even think we did this last week. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. This is your this is your line, Alicia. Oh, I'm Alicia. I'm <laughs> She's like, wait, Norm jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me. And obviously, we are joined by Tim. You might might know him as Timothy Delaghetto. He's get he's going through a rebrand right now. <laughs> what what it what inspired the the name change? He don't want to be uh, ghetto no more. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was a bunch of things. I mean, um, like you know, I was debating the name change for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Because like Timothy Delaghetto was like my YouTube name. Yep. You feel me? And um, and uh, and for those of you who, who don't know out there in in extra gravy land, oh, they um, know, they know. Do they? <laughs> they know, they know. No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about where my name came oh, from. Oh, they know, they oh, know. Do they? Okay, so I mean, but just in case, it comes from an episode of the Fresh Prince. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about it is like the older we get, I feel the the fewer people know where my my stage name came sad, from. Sad, you know? sad. So it was like so every so every so often I would get the whole why did this man call himself De La Ghetto or why is he trying to blah 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 the ghetto and here's the thing about it right it's like the area of Long Beach that I grew up in is considered by many a ghetto area but I wasn't even trying to even lay into that yeah you know? yeah yeah I was like yo look this shit is from the Fresh Prince I feel like the Fresh Prince was like my older brother growing up I would. And I had this whole thing for my life called the Fresh Prince format where I was trying to do everything Will Smith did, which is like rap, TV, movies, yep, you know, so yep. that's <laughs> so my life. I was like, yeah, so you feel me. So that's where my stage name comes from. And, but I had this like, but I've been debating leaving it behind, not just because of the super woke uh, Twitter people giving me a hard time about it, saying yeah. it's problematic, but also because like, <laughs> you know. Delaghetto's <laughs> problematic <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, you know, I never envisioned myself, like, receiving awards as Timothy De La Ghetto. You feel me? Okay, like, it was yeah. a YouTube name, it was a stage name. Yeah. And uh, initially, it was like, I'm going to just come up with a catchy name because Chantaransu, you know, it was kind of hard to pronounce for some people. You know, when I was growing up, it was like, yo, what the fuck is this when they would see it, you know? Yeah. And then, um, and then I just got to a point where I'm like, I, in my head, I was like, if I book... A, a big movie role or 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 a TV role. I'm gonna start hyphenating my shit, or not not hyphenating, but I'm gonna do the whole uh, Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson shit, right? Nice. Well, I'm gonna be 
Tim De La Ghetto Chantaransu and just kind of phase it out. Yeah. But then, um, but then I was like, fuck it. You know, everybody's, everyone's quarantined. I was thinking about life and I was thinking about how I want to re- be remembered. And um, I was like, let me just fully rep my long ass Thai last name because like my main shit is really trying to like make Asian kids feel proud of just who they are and where they come from yeah. and, and not be ashamed of like, you know, your weird last name or your language sounding funny or yeah. Fucking food smelling funny, you know what I'm saying? Food so tastes amazing. I was like, so I was like, let me embrace my long ass last name. Um, and I felt like a good time where I, like the world was kind of resetting. I was like, let me let me take this time and reset as well. And um, you know, I felt like De La Ghetto really, you know, did a lot for me in the past like 15 years I've been on YouTube. But I'm like, you know especially now where I'm not really doing YouTube as much anymore. And like, I've been doing like more shit outside. I'm like, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me rebrand, um, continue to do my thing. Like really. And and, you know, in terms of like, like this right here, I, I I get it. The internet knows me as Timothy Gallaghetto. They can keep calling me Timothy Gallaghetto. Like that's not an issue. Like this is for, for, this is more for like me going beyond that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Totally get that. Elevation and rap. I mean, I go by the I've been going by the stage name Big Norm for the longest time. And I'm like, people need to know about the last name, Big Norm Alkinsell. So I just, I'm like, same deal. I'll leave that big in the front. Yeah. You know, but the Norm Alkinsell. I've been seeing uh, the last name too. I've been seeing so these pictures, understand. these pictures going around saying, oh, a uh, little girl with the long, the long black name, make them say it every time. You know what I mean? And like, you're, right. seeing, yeah. you're seeing people have more pride in something like that because we talked about it every week so far. New normals. You know what I mean? Like, it's too it's too long that people have had to change their name for others to get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Too, too many times that other cultures have had to assimilate to white culture in order to have an easier life or for people to not mispronounce your name. Like, it's it's not that hard to say a yeah. lot of the time. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Put that name on a resume. Exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. I, th- I was like, if look, if, if Arnold Schwarzenegger can make it work, Facts. and if like Hayden Panettiere and Nicole Schwarzenegger, motherfuckers can say Chaka wrong soon, And for me, like I'm... I'm such like not a name person. I hate it. Anytime <laughs> I'm going somewhere, like, and I have to host something, and there's these names, I start sweating. <laughs> like, and it sucks. I hate that. I I have such a hard time like enunciating people's names and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I want to put respect on everybody's name, but for <laughs> no. me, it's so hard, and I get so shook when I do it. Hold on, Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just give you my 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 Scarborough yearbook and all the Sri Lankan last names. Two <laughs> lines. Maybe practice on that. I, practice with the Sri Lankan last name. Bro, I went on. I, I did this thing because Amber Rose used to have this talk show, right? Yeah. And I did a quick thing on her talk show, and I she was struggling saying "De La Ghetto." She had to oh say that she wow. like, like we did like five different takes because she couldn't say "De La Ghetto." Either. How is she saying? We need to. She was like. It was like Delgado and, uh, <laughs> and and that's the thing too. Okay, so look, I debated almost when I was like, let me leave the day like get up behind. Let me let me switch to, to maybe make it easier and let me go Timothy Delgado, right? Yeah. But then like 
I didn't want because a long time like Filipinos thought like think I'm Filipino for the longest yep, time. Yep, yep. And so, uh, <laughs> and so like it, like it was be dudes coming up to me at parties like, "Yo, Delgado, you Filipino?" My dude. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, let me let me not be out there fronting like I'm Filipino either." You know? <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my gosh! Shout out to Thai people, man. Yeah. Yo. Shout out to yeah. Thai. Yo, Thai food. Oh my gosh. Oh I know. No, th- Thai food, Muay Thai, kickboxing, like that shit. Everything. Oh, that's in my family, everything, man. Everything. I love it. Everything Thai. Everything. everything Thai. We the best. That's what my mom's been telling me. <laughs> now, I noticed you said that, you know, it's kind of, you were kind of thinking about, you know, where your life is going and like where, how you envisioned your name being spoken about on award shows and whatnot. And how you want to be remembered. How do you want to be remembered? Outside of your name, how do you want to be remembered? And I feel like, before you even start, that part of what you're going to say, you're already remembered for it. I'm just saying. Let's go. Bang, bang. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of facts. You know, like, if well, from the jump, one of my main reasons for trying to be in the entertainment business is because I felt like Asian dudes just weren't represented right. Yep. You know? Respect. Uh, Respect. Where, like... You know, like I said, I got my name from the Fresh Prince, and I and I always tell the story that like the first Asian dude I really ever saw on TV was an episode where Carlton his tuxedo had shrunk at the yep, dry cleaners, yep, yep. And so he had to get a super like baby blue tacky one, and it was a little group of nerds that saw him and was like Carlton, yeah. yo, they all looked stupid too, but it was an Asian dude in the group, little nerd. He was like Carlton, nice tux. Yeah. So I was like, this is the first time I've ever seen an Asian dude on TV that's not doing Kung Fu and he's a fucking nerd. I was yeah. like, I, that's not me. You know? <laughs> so I was like, let me, let me get out there and just kind of rep for, you know, like not only just like regular Asian dudes, but like, you know, Hey, to show that, you know, we're kind of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I just kind of wanted like my Asian dudes out there to feel proud and not be ashamed. And like, and the fact that like girls, will hit me up and be like, you know what? I never thought about dating Asian guys till I watched Timothy Gale get a That's why God put me here. racism right here, That's bro. amazing. That's like, Con- converting the world one cooch at a time. <laughs> one, one vulva at a time. One labia <laughs> at a time. Oh, man, that's amazing. Cheers to that. And I think you've, I think, like I said before you even began, I knew where it was going and I, I feel like you've done everyone proud, not even just uh, Asian people. Oh, like, thank you, bro. Just the city of California, YouTubers, like you represent a, a, more than just Asian people, I feel like. I feel like you represent entrepreneurship, you represent, you know, not waiting around to get something done and just doing it yourself. And Thanks. too many people don't do that. And looking at you, inspired people like me to do shit like that inspired i'm pretty sure millions of people to just start doing what they're supposed to be doing thanks man yeah no doubt bro no (laughs) doubt my favorite my favorite tip moment even though i love a million skits i've told you this before my favorite tip moment was you paying the the rest of your parents house off like that was an incredible moment what was did you the day that you like figured out you were gonna do it like, did you tell anybody? What was that like? Well, you know, that's the thing about it. Cause I had, I had been, you know, it was like, it was always in my head. Right. Because yeah. 
you know, coming from an Asian family, you know, like they, you know, my dad was going hard on make sure you finish school, get your degree, blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. And like when I was out late doing like shooting little stupid videos with my homies, it was always like that. You know, I know this sounds crazy, but it's going to pay off. I'm going to pay off the house, blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know. And then so when I finally got to a point where I could do it, um, you know, my, my dad kind of, he kind of knew. If you watch the video where I give him the check, he's like, I knew it. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I was, and I was, you know, I told the homies, and well, here's what people don't know. Some people don't know is like the, the reason why I was actually able to pay it off was because um, low-key I did like an accidental business deal. Mm. You feel me? Okay. Because like, so if you remember, because you've been deep in this YouTube internet shit, right? Yep. Um, I used to be at Maker Studios, yep. right? Fuck Maker! And, um, <laughs> fuck Maker! <laughs> fuck Maker! Never heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Tim. Wow. Has nothing to do with Tim. Okay, well, I can't actually, wait to hear your story. Yeah. Woo, boy! <laughs> <laughs> so Maker, if y'all don't know, Maker's basically, they was like a, a YouTube... Um, that production yeah. company yeah. okay they're called mcns they're a a, a multi-channel networks right Teeth. they would sign youtube company basically <laughs> yeah. youtube youtube talent okay so anyways i signed a maker they kind of helped me up my production game up and then but when i re-signed in my contract um they offered me stock in the company as opposed to like a signing bonus and i was like ah, i kind of want like more money but he was like <laughs> the main dude at maker was like nah we gonna get, we feel like this stock is gonna be good to just keep you invested but i was like all right fuck it fine cool 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 <laughs> so a little bit after that there was there was murmurs that like maker was going to be acquired by disney yep, right yeah so sure enough disney bought maker and my stock was like a lot of money you feel hold me on, hold on. so so that's what that's what gave me the money to be able to pay off my fam's house that's what's up like that's so taxes up. took like half of it right out the gate and then um the rest of it went like was enough to pay off my family's house and then then it was just like you know that was wow like, shout out to disney man shout out to disney, shout out to disney. <laughs> now you gotta make tim a character Man, and one that's not Asian. He can't be in Mulan. <laughs> no, fuck it, I'll do it. You already did. <laughs> Didn't you already do Mulan? <laughs> He's like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Right. So what happened? What happened to you at Maker? Just it wasn't anything like crazy. Um, it's probably like identical to thousands of of Other uh, <laughs> YouTubers. Yeah, like it's just a the. Signing into something with such a large pool with other creators. Oh, so they took a cut and they didn't do shit for and you. And didn't do shit for me. Didn't yeah. answer emails. Didn't that even. like my manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even like, yeah, no, they, they didn't even uh, put forth any effort. Like they, not even yeah. a response to an email. So I was just like, this is crazy. And then I emailed probably like my 14th email over a year. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be um, pursuing legal action since you guys oh. don't want to. Since you guys don't want to answer, those are the. If you are listen, if you work for yourself, this is heed these words. I'm pursuing legal action. <laughs> that those words right there will get your invoice quicker. <laughs> they will get you out of contracts that they know they haven't done shit for you and haven't fulfilled their end." Like th those words are very, even if you're not going to fall through, they're very powerful. 
Bro, even even me being top talent up there, I had to get on my my Karen shit and yep. write an angry email for them to really hit me back about something because <laughs> because YouTube had offered me um a, a, a bag to do some live streaming, right? But since I was technically still with Maker, they needed um they needed Maker to sign off, yeah. but they were really pushing with the with the contract. So I had to like write a whole ass angry guilt, guilt trip letter where I was like, you know what guys, it's really sad that after so many years working with your company, you would keep me from doing this and that. I was like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm about to get married. I'm trying to build a family with my wife and <laughs> from getting money is, is really insulting and blah, blah, blah. And they finally hit me back after that. Yeah, Listen, exactly. the, <laughs> the violin don't work Yo, when you're black. Bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> the violin don't work when you're black. We need more black violinists, man. <laughs> the violin don't work when you black i've been trying for years oh my goodness um but we were talking about like uh the, the ways in which you found effective to give back and to donate to the cause and things that are going on right now and a lot of people have been donating myself included i've given like i'm not even go over the t amount because i'm pissed right now but <laughs> uh the, it's it's being rumored that change.org which the majority of these petitions um that people are donating f towards um is not what it's all chalked up to be it's it's a for-profit organization which means mm -hmm. that the donations are salaries Ooh, they're not going to the places where people think they're going and they've gotten i think the, the estimate was over about $34 million since this yeah. whole ordeal has begun. And first of all, I, I, I want to talk to like a lawyer and stuff about this, but what does a, like, what does a petition put in motion? You know what I mean? Like I, other than raising awareness and getting that visibility, I would love to know if a petition is legally binding that something there must be an outcome from this because even signing all these petitions, I'm signing them in the hopes that they're doing something good, but I'm not too <laughs> sure what it is that that good is doing. So I, I'm going to be probably speaking with a lawyer this week on the Patreon just to go over what petitions do and uh, what are the most effective ways to give money. Because even the Minnesota national bail bailout fund. Yeah. The freedom fund. Yeah. $200,000 out of an estimated 30 million that they've gotten has gone to bailing out protesters. And I'm pretty sure there's way more than over $200,000 worth of protester fines in America. Um, yeah. in, in Minnesota alone, I'm pretty sure it's over 200,000. So I, I'm, I would love to know more about that because we always find out after the fact. It's yeah. always um, way I'm, down the line where we find out that some the Rothschilds own friggin' change.org or, or Mr. Burns <laughs> owns petitions. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I've signed like hella change petitions, but I've never ever donated because I seen somebody tweet something like sign it, but do not like mm -hmm. pay when they ask you. And they always change. Sometimes it'll be like, donate five dollars. The next time it's like donate eighteen dollars. Yeah. I'll be like, bitch, for what? Um, it'll say sure. it'll say to to help uh, so and so's to cause. get it onto the table to get it onto the table. Yeah, but I'm pretty that. sure when it comes to petitions, like if you are able to meet a certain goal or exceed them, um, they're able to bring it to like like lobbyists and like put it mm. on the and um, 
bring it to somebody. I don't know the actual like the name of the person who goes. Yeah. It'll be bring it to like local government and like get this ad- issue addressed, and then they'll be able to like open up the case or whatever the case yeah. may be. So like with the peti- petitions, we need to sign them so that they're able to like bring it up to whatever level of government that they try to bring. Okay, it up. so it's basically to raise public interest to show that there's public interest in changing. Yeah, it. like okay. I don't know all the specifics, but I'm pretty confident that like once you get a certain amount of number, that's when they're able to like like really address the issue. They no. have to like it's legally like binding for them to address whatever the issue is that we are petitioning for. None of these so niggas take, got Twitter. Uh, so it takes a certain <laughs> amount of signatures to make him give a shit pretty much. Essentially. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. None <laughs> of these niggas got Twitter. They can't see people complaining. <laughs> like It's just nah, nuts. Nah, nah. That's, that's like the legal way of doing it to bringing it to like different forms of government, oh whether it's goodness. like municipal. I don't know the different ones in the state. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And just speaking on that, like, what is the temperature out there in L.A. right now? Because we saw the massive, massive protest that went down last yeah. week. Um, and I know that especially in Oakland and the Bay areas, there's still a lot of um, protesting going on. Like, what is the feeling being in America right now and as an American? I mean, you know, the feeling is definitely like... Um it's, you know, it's, it's powerful out here right now. You know, I feel like, you know, I, I'm in an area that is, uh, is definitely like, um, it's, it's not, well, when, when they were protesting in like the, uh, the money areas, like yeah. they were making, when they were making sure to go through like Melrose and like, um, Oh, they were in Beverly Hills with it. Yeah. When they oh. were in Beverly Hills, uh, when, when that, that was, you know, the thing about it is they were like, let's make sure and hit the money. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. they don't. They don't want to like mess up the 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 like the, the neighborhoods that like could really um, get affected. Yeah, you know I mean? they were like, let's hit let's hit them in the pockets, and um, there's still really like peaceful protests going on. Like, and there's a I think there's a there's like a, like a benefit concert going on soon, like this next week or so. Um, and you know, I feel like you know people are just really trying to keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I live, a, I, I live around a lot of like old retired black people. That's my neighborhood. Nice. So like, yeah, there's, <laughs> they can live in Baldwin Hills. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you know, and so they're very like, you know, my neighbor's this little like 80, 82 year old black granny, you know what I'm saying? Nice. So she'll hit me up. Like she'll text, so she'll call me like, you know, I, I heard there's something's going on at the CVS down the block. Like, are, are, are we okay? I'm like, no, yeah, hey, we're good. We're good. Just don't even worry about it. They're not about to come over here. <laughs> protest you know what I'm saying you, you got right you got the best neighbor like if i oh. ever look for a place i want an old black woman because first of all they're gonna give you some food randomly some just she hasn't yet <laughs> wow. she probably don't know she if you fuck with it or not she don't love you <laughs> I've, been, I've been bringing her i've been i've been taking out her trash I reset the clock on her microwave when the power went out. I'm waiting. <laughs> she for you. That she boy wants no pie. I'm waiting for her to fucking make me a pie. <laughs> Some peach cobbler. Nothing. <laughs> wow, she dissing. That, it's but cause, it's because you're not in the south. That's why. Yeah. If you was in the yeah. south, if you was in the south, oh baby, oh baby, bad as fuck. <laughs> watch, watch. She finally cooks for me and it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> no seasoning. She comes with a maga hat. <laughs> yeah, but it's no. cool, man. You know, 
you know, it's like people still trying to keep the momentum going out here. It's definitely like, you know, you, you feel it, you know what I'm saying? You feel that people care yeah. and, um, and they, and they want to make sure that like it, 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 it's still, it's still going, you know? That's what's up. That's good. Yeah. Out here in Toronto, um, the protests haven't been as heavily, um, I, my, I attribute it to the fact that we're not American. So like the the interest isn't as high every toronto and the rest of canada likes to do this thing where we detach ourselves from america in whichever way we can um mm. <laughs> whether it be uh with health care where we oh we got free health care like uh, <laughs> or I mean, I'm, definitely, I'm jealous yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just um like people use education all types of different stats or things to separate americans but in a case like this it's I don't think a lot of people understand it's not an American issue. It's a black issue, right? Yeah. right? And uh, you're seeing the largest protest because it's worldwide. Like, you look at Amsterdam, you look at Germany, you look at Italy. Like, places I would never even think that 12 people would show up. There are thousands right. of yeah. people showing up for this. So this is a global issue. It's not... And also the other thing is I'm seeing the violence, which is very telling... The violence mm. is in places where racism is so in your face, if that makes yeah, sense. Blatant. Like very blatant, like places yeah. I, in um, in London, places in uh, mm -hmm. the UK. where like Paris, it's, they be turning up. I saw a white lives matter beef versus all lives matter beef. <laughs> what? I, yeah. In, in England, there was an all lives matter protests versus a uh, white lives matter protest oh, and wow. they butted heads <laughs> and they, was, all, they all just confused all there. of them are just confused and it's just like it's wow. it's a very weird <laughs> very very weird time and then London and Toronto are still mad over who's taking whose slang and shit. Uh, I don't, I don't know who's Jamaican. We got identity <laughs> crisis. Like, yeah, who's no. Who's more Jamaican? Who's more Jamaican? Me? Who's more African? <laughs> we lose every time, by the way. Like, it, <laughs> in England, they've had Jamaicans and Africans since the '60s, '50s. We started. Mm. Ja West Indians, for the most 70s. part, started coming here in the late '70s, early '80s. Oh, so I see. that's how that started getting so infused to the culture is those people coming and bringing their culture. And you've been to, you've seen Carabana at least. Have you been to Carabana? Man, I've just seen it. I haven't oh, been there. Come on. Because, <laughs> every time, every time I'm out there, like, cause I was out there for another event and then um, I went to like a caravan of party, but not the actual like, you know, like, uh, like parade and shit. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. For real. I'm I trying to go. It's just yeah. not the same. I know. It's not the same, man. It's just not the but same. But if you want to really experience carnival, because it's it, essentially it's carnival that we're, yeah. that we're throwing and celebrating. If you want to really experience it, experience it, you got to go to Trinidad. Yeah. Trinidad. Oh, word. Oh, Trinidad is where it began. So it is like they do it better than anywhere else in the world. And um, the people come from all over the world. It's, it's, a, it's a huge thing. People in Toronto, they, they're planning for it from now. And it's next February. Let's go. It's, it's really good, man. You should go. Um, and pe people in Trinidad mortgage their homes just to just to have enough money to buy their costume and go to like three or four fets. 
shit. When this pandemic <laughs> hit, <laughs> when the pandemic hit, the first question down my timeline is, is Carnival canceled? I swear to you. Everybody was talking about all of them. Like all every of island. Them. They're like, oh my gosh, this one's going to have to get pushed back. Yep. What about this one? You think we're going to make it in October? Listen, like, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to touch Jamaican Carnival in October and Miami Carnival in October because for the first time in, in the history, they're in the same month because Jamaica's had to get pushed back. Oh so, shit! So I'm super amped if I get to go to both of them. Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna need to work out. Um, man, it's fucked up. So much shit got canceled because of the because of the because of the Rona. Like good so shit much got- shit, man. Carabana yeah. teaching us how to live differently. Yeah, yeah. Carabana so, got canceled. Uh, I was about to do a whole new. I was about to launch a whole new fucking uh, travel show through Patreon. Oh wow! Like literally, so Patreon like basically like sent me a little advance because i was like i got a new show i'm trying to do y'all they was like all right let's do this yeah money and i was gonna shoot my first episode at disneyland just to keep it real simple and then disneyland shut down Damn. Oh, yeah it's all bad everything got fucked up there's so many people that i know that before the pandemic hit were in motion like the moves were there because you gotta also take into account it's first quarter of the year, right? Yeah. Everyone's still in the gym. Everyone's yep. still motivated. Everyone's I was like, still. Oh, 2020 is about to be my, my year. My year. <laughs> <laughs> new decade, new now. me. Let's go. Let's my go. Year. And then I got fired. <laughs> Everything went downhill from there. <laughs> Well, not that we're right here. She's like everything went downhill from there. No, 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 no. That's what I thought. Now I'm good. Now I'm good. Now you good. You on billboards and shit. Yo, let's talk about how we're all on a billboard and Alicia's the only one to see it. Maybe she needs to clap. Nah, nah. There's a setup, man. Me and Norm went. Me and Norm went the same day, and then Norm went the day after, and still didn't see it. Why did I message y'all? I messaged y'all and I was like, I ain't like, I don't want to chance it. And I told my friends because my friends were like, oh, we can go like tomorrow. I can't go today. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go by myself. Like, (laughs) I'll get a crackhead and take a picture in front of it. I'm not missing it. I trust them people. I'm pissed, man. Tim, uh, um, in our version of uh, Times Square, Young and Dundas Square here in Toronto, Mm -hmm. there's a big uh, billboard right on top of the Eaton Center Mall. Right, like it's a like digital a centerpiece, one. a digital billboard, and we luckily got on the Spotify's uh, Asian billboard. Heritage of the Month. Oh, oh shit! Asian Heritage Month. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's lit. As you can see, I am Asian. The ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia hey, loves Asian, Marlon likes Asians, I'm Asian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like Asian right there. As long as we can get one of us in there, it's a it's an Asian production. Fuck facts, it. facts. Hey, man. Look, facts. as soon as I write my first movie, like it's definitely not about to be a a, a movie with a whole bunch of Asian motherfuckers in it, <laughs> but I'm submitting that shit to all the Asian festivals. Listen, listen, <laughs> if you got two yeah. black people in it, send it to BET, nigga, shit. Facts. <laughs> I don't even blame you. I don't even blame you. Um... <laughs> Speaking of black productions, Tim, we're gonna Segway. Tim, we're gonna have to get into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to get into your homie right now, man. We talking about B Simone. The saga of B Simone continues. Every day, the plot thickens. Oh my, my, my! 
This, uh, listen, oh, Yo, every last single week we was day. talking about the friggin' nine to five, and now here we are. She knows how to keep her name in, in uh, people's Yo, mouths for sure. Last week, like you said, we talked about the nine to five thing, and it's almost like the nine to five thing was Doja Cat's I'm gonna show you guys my titties really hard. <laughs> That's the same, it's the same moment for both of these light skinned women. And oh man, so B Simone this week. More details have been revealed after uh, people found, you know, qualms with what she said to Nick yeah. Cannon uh, on his show about nine to fivers and how she feels about entrepreneurs and she wants entrepreneur penis and you know, like she doesn't, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't really mess with a retail dude. Which she explained herself further and said it was more of a lifestyle choice, had nothing to do with finances. And I can understand that. We talked about how we actually were the ones that said that's what she meant. <laughs> so for her to come out and clarify that was perfect. Um, that's, it was a very valid argument. I found nothing wrong there. However, <laughs> this week, <laughs> they, um, someone uh, posted a video of them going through a purchased book that they got from... Uh, B Simone, she has a new uh, book. Was it manifest your manifest your destiny or something something to that effect? Something like that. That's a theme at least. Um, mm -hmm. And they're just flipping through the book and just showing what was inside the book. Now, when she was doing this road to one million thing, and I was I heard her coming out with a book, and it's about manifesting your dreams and all that stuff. I was like, okay, that's dope. You're showing people the journey you took to get to where you are and how they can apply it to their own life. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's, and it's something that YouTubers and content creators have done time and time and time again. It's a, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's an easy money grab, but it's an easy money grab. You're telling people <laughs> essentially how to be you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, she didn't take that route. <laughs> she, <tried. laughs> she didn't. She's like, oh, my life? Boring. Um, <laughs> Let me copy and paste. <laughs> She control C, control V. <laughs> Her whole book, um, hey, which first look. of all, listen, just, just let's just talk from a production standpoint. <laughs> Looking at this book, wow. <laughs> the pages, like I didn't even hold the book, but I could feel the book. <laughs> I could feel the newspapery coloring book type pages. Like it was definitely something you would have gotten like elementary school. Like yeah, your it, teacher went and photocopied everything and was like, "Here, it was it's something, very... it's something good to roll your weed on." <laughs> yeah, it had it, good good filter tip. It got good friction. It had good friction, and um, I was just at first I was like, "Okay, listen," I because I, I keep trying to give the creator the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, she was first of all she's on the road to a million. You don't just mm -hmm. get a million by spending, right? So, yeah. you know, maybe she brought down the money in production a little bit, but maybe the content is still there. I've been taught throughout this creator career, content is content king. Is key. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're recording with the microwave, a razor. Content <laughs> is key, right? This man said a razor. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen. No. Hey, listen. Don't do it. Greater th weirder things have happened, apparently. Um, <laughs> and so... Hey, look, they, look, I'm going I'm, to I'm say this, right? Say it. First of all, I love B. Simone. 
Start with love. Start with love. Start with love. I love B. Simone. Um, you know, I think she's talented. Um, you know, when we when we first met on Wildin' Out, we got along really well. She did a season. She didn't do too great. Um, they didn't bring her back. Mm-hmm. She fucking did her work, came back, auditioned again, got back on the show, and then started killing it, right? Yep. Um, when I when I when I first met B Simone, she was on some like, you know, I had more followers than her. Is now she got more followers than me. Back then she was like, damn Tim, I don't, you know, she would be going on, she would do these episodes of Wild and Out and be like fucking sweating, yep. panicking. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I seen it. I seen it in you because yeah, Tim bro. Tim posted like the rehearsal, like the dress yeah. rehearsal for Wild and Out, and you can see in there that she was just wetting her beak. So to speak, because all these guys are used to it. Right. Yeah. So she definitely struggled that first season and then came back and, you know, and I've seen the rise of B. Simone. Right. Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing. As somebody who has, uh, you know, done this like, quote unquote, influencer shit for a minute. Yeah. You get a lot of you get a lot of companies that hit you up like, yo, it's an easy bag. If we do this, um, you know, all you got to do is slap your name onto it. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, and you get some good money this way, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like she just kind of trusted people and didn't look at the finished product like she should have. Yep. I mean, look, when you are, when someone comes at you and they're like, yo, we can do this shit for you, make you a good bag, you don't think that this is potentially stolen shit. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, that's fact. That's a fact. <laughs> you trust people, yeah. you put your brand and you trust people to handle your brand and, and do the job right. Yeah, you feel me? for sure. I think her mistake was that she trusted too much. Way too much. <laughs> should have really kind of looked at, like, first of all, looked at the book <laughs> and, and looked <laughs> And then, you know, if I was, if I was, and here's the thing, a lot of these YouTubers and YouTubers um, and influencers, they uh, will be like, they, they, they hire people to write their books for them. Yeah. Like, I would never do that, but a lot of people do that. Yeah. You feel me? And um, I think her mistake was that she just trusted her team too much. And, you know, who's going to think that, yes, this person is going to just rip shit off of Pinterest. You feel me? Listen, it was even read her own book, man. It, listen, <laughs> I would be on board with all that. If I had not seen <laughs> the video of her before the book came out, showing people the book and the book broke <laughs> while she was showing people oh. the book, the book literally fell out of its binding and she went like this you know when you got a, a bunch of papers and you try to get organized and you just <laughs> <laughs> she just said the book is out the book is dropped i was like yeah, the book is dropped all right <laughs> the book has dropped listen um the other problem with this is and listen i i'm still gonna give her a bligh because i also What's understand a bligh is like uh um i'm gonna give her a pass I'm okay. gonna give her, give her I'm gonna Let's give her the benefit of the doubt, the benefit of the doubt. because I, I also understand what it's like telling your audience um, you're going to do something and the theme of your book is that I say I'm going to do something and I do that thing and then on top of that you add a time frame in which you have yeah. to do it by so now yeah. she's made the stamp 
I'm going to be a millionaire by this date. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it like this and like this. And the book's going to come out and everything's going to be fine. So now the book seemed to be the final phase because after the book came out is when she hit that Millie. Right. Right. So the book seemed to be the final phase in her quest to a million. And if you get this book now and you literally, you're basically almost out of time. There's no time to run it back and redo the books. You probably would have to pay for all the ones that have been um, done already that have, were fucked up and it's going to cost you more and you don't know if you're going to make the goal now. So now you're stuck. Now yeah. you're stuck. <laughs> now you gotta give them the book, no matter what, even if it's trash. Because there's no, no, no way no, that no. B. Simone did not get that book before it went out. It's Listen, impossible. You're, you're capping for I love her to death, but like in the book process, you get a copy. No, that's what I said. That's what I said. I said so, she's she got a copy for sure, but she, there was she, no time. Yeah, no, but this is the thing. Like so many people, so many people push your deadlines back. Like it's it's a part she of couldn't. Life. She been couldn't. plenty of things. She could she not. She couldn't because she wanted to get to that million so bad. Not even just that. that. She it's got the... to the million by her birthday. <laughs> for me, it's like, girl, because now the ramifications are going to be larger than you pushing for that million. We still supported you. Do you know what I mean? I still wanted to see her get that million. You bought the book? It. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's just a clown guy. <laughs> that was great. That was great. No, but this, this is the thing. It would be different if she, like, in a way, the universe is almost trying to teach her a lesson. If you think mm. about it. Because yeah, for sure. if she it would be different, if <laughs> it would be different, if the book was a cookbook or, mm. or a uh. comic book, this book was manifest <laughs> your dreams. It's a self-help book. This is a so self-help book while she's manifesting her dreams through the book. So it's yeah, like, look, it's, it's fucked up. Cause like, uh, you know, when you get caught up in that, um, you know, as an entertainer nowadays, you get caught up in the, in the, in the formula where you feel like you have to crank out content constantly, right? Yep. Because like with Instagram and Vine and TikTok, it's like you get used, you feel like I got to be consistent. I got to steadily crank out this shit, yeah. right? So I, I feel you, Marlon, what you're saying, where she felt like she already said she was going to do this shit. She felt the pressure to put yeah. it out regardless. But like sometimes, you know, you got to step back. Like I've been promising an album to my people for like, <laughs> like seven years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. But like I just you know I I just I want the shit to be good so it's like you know I'm like sorry yeah but mm-hmm. and the thing but, is know. nobody would have gotten at her if she didn't make a million by her birthday if anything mm-hmm. they would have felt bad probably spent more on merch in other areas to help get her to that million for sure and, and it would have just yep. been another nice life lesson that you don't get what you want all the time on time. But you can still get to it because she could have redistributed the book. The book would have been in proper binding. She would have, could have seen that it wasn't plagiarized and it could have went out and she would have done the numbers, the same numbers. Because nobody bought it for, nobody bought it because they saw a page of the book and was like, yo, I need to read that. You know what I mean? Like they bought it off the strength of her name and her brand. So regardless of if she waited, they would have still bought the book. 
You know what I mean? Like she kind of paints the next, it herself. The next book is going to be about fixing your mistakes. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just going to be a picture of an eraser and a whiteout. <laughs> yeah. um, this is this is something that like a lot of people can take a lesson from, not just her. Like yeah. specifically, we're in such a like rush, 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 fast culture yep. where we want to just get stuff out, and we want to also associate ourselves with certain words like CEO, entrepreneur, yep. creative, and stuff like that. And I think that a lot of people just need to stop like. Like, take a moment really like it could be to your detriment really manifest what you want to do work <laughs> on actually having it come true putting yeah. out quality mm -hmm. content and then release it because at the end of the day like we need to play long term this is not like a rat race just to get out get out get out get out like yeah. let's think about this long term how we can like sustain and be here and have longevity like, i need a shirt that says was it worth it just, I feel like those words are so prevalent in today's society. Yeah. Was it worth it? Is just, yeah. it's just needed to be said. Cause I don't think it was. And there's even more like what Tim was saying. Sometimes these, these creators, they employ a team to do so. Right. Uh, and to take care of it. Uh, her team, <laughs> she has a manager named Mrs. Skittles. Ms. Skittles. Sorry, Ms. 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 Jeez. Skittles. God. How could Whoa. I have forgot the Z? Not Z. Z. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that used to be my nickname in uh, middle school. That's not that Ms. crazy. Skittles. That was actually a no, five Skittles, million girls' nicknames. <laughs> but I added the SZ. Oh, you Z. added the SZ. I was spicy, okay? You <laughs> definitely had the two lowercase eyes <laughs> in Skittles. I did not. <laughs> I fucking hated that ever said language. Oh, man. But, Bring it back. <laughs> so, yeah, as we know, the contents of the book seem to almost entirely be plagiarized. I don't know if it's the whole thing, but page by page, these people are finding it on Pinterest, on Tumblr, wherever they got to find it. They're finding the originators of a lot of the pages that are in the book, right? And it's not, it's not like a, a high school... Uh, spark notes type of plagiarism. This is like, she didn't even take out an and or a the. She just put everything word for word, picture for picture in there as is, right? So that's how I know she didn't even really look at this. That's how you know she really didn't even look at it because even just as an internet savvy person, you could be able to pick up on little things like that just by looking at it. I, I looked yeah. at some of them and I was like, that looks like something you would see in a 30 day challenge on someone's Instagram story. Right. You like, know what I mean? One of those 30 day challenge things. So I was thrown off by that. Then I seen the, um, the comment by her manager, <laughs> right now, her manager, Mrs. Skit, Ms. Skittles. Come on, get her correct. Said, uh, this is definitely a mistake. You have to imagine she hired a design company. And I was like, of course. She hired a design company. This is this is foolish. Come to find out, <laughs> Ms. Skittles owns the design company. <laughs> she owns the publishing company. <laughs> Like this is this is a deep trail of scammery. Now, is B Simone involved in the scammery? That part I don't think. I think that B Simone is completely oblivious to what Ms. Skittles has been up to. Here's my evidence. The, upon further uh, review, 
the Better Business Bureau um, has some spark notes on her. <laughs> and basically, she has been questioned about the design company um, and consulting company that she has that is also attached to the design company. She cons- There was a client that did some consulting for their clothing business for like $9,500, right? Never got what they were promised, obviously. Um, the money was not refunded, even though they asked for a refund on the money. And then the Better Business Bureau got involved, started questioning her, asking her for license, uh, for registration. She, she didn't respond with any registration of the companies in California. Um, they, they hit her up and asked her for the contract agreements and what she had promised. She was asking them, why do you need that? And de- then stopped responding. Um, there was them asking her for her lawyer. She said, yeah, my lawyer's going to be involved in blah, blah, blah. Obviously, that never happened, right? So that was the first thing. But even more importantly than that, this woman has been on a judge show. <laughs> a whole <laughs> ass show on TV. Which one? Um, I don't, I'm trying I, to I can't even right remember what, it's yeah. It's a black girl. Is it? A black woman, yes. I don't know what her name is. But it's the, 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 it's the black judge with the straight hair, not the short curly hair. Yeah, 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 short, yeah. Short curly hair is divorce court. She's so pretty. And then, uh, <laughs> judge uh, Faith? I don't know. I don't even Faith? remember. I don't even remember what her Let name is. Let me see. Is. I'm trying to look for her right now. Yeah, fi- yes, find that. it's Judge Faith. Judge it's Faith? Judge Faith. Okay. Yes. So she was on Judge Faith for fraud. And the, the judge literally catches her in the act, in the clip. Right? So... There's a, uh, just an insurmountable amount of evidence. That's why you got to just be careful who you who you got on your team, man. You know, because it's like you have to vet them. Yeah, it's just, you know, the thing about it is like it's so easy to when people come at you on some like, yo, you know, I do this and this and that. I'm going to help you get this money and to, to like put your trust in these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like sometimes you don't really know who you're dealing with. I go straight to Google. Every email, every email I've ever gotten for any business proposal, I go email, I go LinkedIn, I go Twitter, I go Instagram. (laughs) Because it's like, all right, let me see if you are who you say you are. Got it. You are who you say you are. Cool. I Googled you before we linked up in Toronto. Oh, I know it. <laughs> I had to I'd be Googling men before they try to take me out. Facts. No, you got to do that shit because you never know. That man might pop up on a sex offender registry or some crazy shit. Like, you just got to know who you're associating with. And it's easier now than ever to kind of get a feel of who you're dealing with. Um, especially when it's a business proposal, like people who give you a lucrative business proposal, first of all, see your benefit in benefiting them. That's first of all, never think someone's just trying to make your ass some money. That's never the case. Um, and on top of that, like they, they have to have a, a sense of doing some sort of business before that. If I go on your Twitter and it's just lyrics or other people's posts or i go on instagram and it's just like you just taking shots and i don't see any business even though you're talking all this business stuff then i can't rock with it because i know that this is not as serious to you as it would be to me like little things like that 
it's it's just very important that you vet people before you especially get into bed with them financially. Cause I texted uh, I texted B Simone to make sure she was cool. I was like, hey, you good? She was like, she was like, yes, friend, thank you. I was like, yeah, I just want to make sure you good. You know, this internet is crazy. She was like, yeah, I'm figuring it out. And I was like, just as a joke, I was like, all right, the next book, you just should let me write it. And then, uh, and she didn't reply. She blocked you. That is a norm joke through and through. That's some shit norm would. That's some shit norm would have definitely did. She just left you on red. That's how you hit her. That's how you. And norm would have definitely said some slick shit like that. Oh my god, that's so funny. Let me write that shit for you, next time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but when my book drops, it's gonna be fire, though. Oh yeah. Ooh. Listen, the plot thickens. Crazy exposés up in there, huh? Mm. You mm. know what? Mm. <laughs> Expose Rick. Expose Rick. Expose Rick. I was gonna write a book about just like the year and a half of like groupy years. I was gonna call it um, if, if if these balls could talk. These balls could talk. But but I'll, I'll probably you know I mean I'm gonna figure it out. I'm, I'm, I was I was in between doing the the groupy book or the inspirational book. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll see. I want I want Do them both package. Yeah. Yes, yeah, package right. deal. Just don't write one and deal with the other one, like, and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh man! Um, but the plot thickened even more. What the fuck? Oh my god, we're still going. We're the still plot going. thickened even over? more. Oh, I thought it was over too. So apparently, Meek Mill was not in the same frame of mind. Uh, <laughs> Meek Mill woke up angry at the internet and was just like. I can't believe y'all killing B. Simone out here. Um, this is why we can't have nothing. <laughs> I was just like, bro, do you even know what is happening? Like, Apparently he didn't. Th that's the thing. It's like you get, I get what he was doing. And especially as a black man right now, it's it, you're a lot of black men are under fire um, for the lack of support in black women. And not sticking up for black women. I feel like Meek saw saw this as an opportunity <laughs> and didn't do the proper research at all. And then came back and said, hey, yo, um, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I just want to point that out. I had no idea that that's what she did. Because everybody hit him up like, bro, you're the man that got at Drake for ghostwriting. How can you <laughs> be okay with this plagiarism? It makes no sense. So... That that thickened it some more, and then she came out with an apology vid video that was not an apology video. Um, She's not allowed to talk about it because of the legal shit. But she Ball talked. It. But she talked about it, Tim. <laughs> I, that's one thing that you celebrities got to stop. Stop saying I can't talk, I can't talk about, about this about it, and then talk about it in framework. I don't, I don't want to know. Like, imagine someone saying, I can't show you the painting, but I can show you the frame that I'm putting it in. Well, like, that's how it works, bro. <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> she, um, she basically did not necessarily apologize. Instead, she kind of apologized almost to herself um, for not obviously doing her due diligence in um, checking her team and checking who was making the book and all of those things. 
Um, but I didn't hear an apology for the people who spent $30 um, supporting or anything like that. Which, <laughs> uh, listen, I get it, especially when you feel like you weren't the one that did anything wrong. But you kind of still got to just take it for the team. You just kind of... Because at the end of the day, not a lot of people know Miss Skittles. Not a lot of people know her name. Not a lot of people are going to look to the team and see the design company and all of these things. They're just going to blame B. Simone. And um, I don't think it's unfair. I just feel like... It's a legal issue, Marlon. It's a legal issue. All right, fine. fine. <laughs> God, it's a legal issue. All right. She's um, figuring it out with her team, all right? But, man, <laughs> this this investigation, I'm pretty sure we're going to get more details from this because it's not going to end here at all. There's, <laughs> there's a, apparently multiple lawsuits um, being put in motion right now. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of them probably... This is the thing. If you put, if she took one of your pages, you just came up on some bread, for essentially for something you thought you were putting on the internet for free. <laughs> and that's the other thing that needs to be discussed. And I hope they do discuss it in this trial because, in a way, this trial could be somewhat revolutionary if it's uh if they if they bring it to that point because Twitter and Instagram technically own your shit. Uh -huh. Once you put it on there. So yeah. her taking it isn't her taking it from the creators anymore. It's her taking it from Instagram and Twitter. So yeah. to say to it's going to be even difficult for those who have made the content to get through with this claim. It's not just some walk in the park uh, court deal right here. Like they're going to have to really prove that she's took it either directly from them via third party site that doesn't own the content I was I would assume because otherwise it's it's kind of a wild west you know what I mean I I don't know how that works yeah that's the thing about it because like technically I could literally take all the pictures on my Instagram feed and make a book out of it and yeah. like there's nothing y'all can do about that yeah no that's, <laughs> and that's the thing that people don't understand when I see people getting mad about oh this person took this and this person this took this and put it on their page and I'm just like you kind of don't own it anymore. <laughs> like Sorry. the most you could do is put your Not signature yours. on there, your digital signature, whatever you want, but you don't own that shit no more. You guys, the people are so quick to, to make fun of the terms and agreements <laughs> without even actually looking them over and not realizing that they're getting fucked over. If their content mm -hmm. lives primarily and only online, like that's, that's an issue itself. Um, so going through the proper, uh, what is it? Propriet proprietorship. Is that the word? Is that a word? Yeah. Proprietorship. Semantics, bro. Semantics, uh, proprietorship. <laughs> um, you got to de deal with all that before you even put it online. I feel like, so we'll see how that goes. Um, praying for B Simone, uh, in other weird news. Oh my god! If we're going from B Simone to Nicki Minaj, I'm gonna be so mad, bro. Well, Nicki and Takashi <laughs> dropped a video this week. At, how you feeling, Norm? Hey, <laughs> Norm literally just despises Nicki Minaj so oh, much. And then Takashi, um, the passion. I think he doesn't like Takashi because of his old street days, not his new street days. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like Takashi? Other than the fact that he's he's a you know sex offender and says nigga and all those other things. <laughs> Is there any other reason or are those prime reasons why you don't like Takashi? 
No, it's mainly his hair. Okay, the lace front. <laughs> the lace front. Okay, I got you. Um, well, him and Nikki put out a video this week. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched. Is this is the song good? Um, I, mean, I I don't remember the song. I remember um, Nikki's boobies. That's all I watched. All I wa- I watched it. It was on my timeline, and you know you don't click it, so it doesn't make noise. Um, <laughs> I just I'm watched right now. <laughs> I just watched and yeah. Well, first of all, I got to give it to uh, Nikki. She softened that booty up. Softened that booty up. That shit rippling. How? It's rippling now. What do you mean how? That shit got a little, got a little, you know, got a little suave. Got a little suave to it. Got a little bounce. during the Anaconda video, though. It was rippling Stop. all Everybody in one. Didn't everybody make fun of her wine in one of those videos? That yeah. Like, she trini and she can't even whine. Well, that's why she sticks to all fours now. She doesn't have that's to true. whine. She just throws yeah. it backwards, and then she doesn't have to use any hip rotations. It's genius, true, really. True, mm-hmm. true. Um, I don't know if she got new titties, but them titties was, whoo. Moving. Them titty meats was, them shits are right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, them shits was moving and grooving. Um, I still take a, a, you know, like, you know, if it, it, it was moving like a, a good fake titty though a good fake titty yeah yeah yeah. you could tell yeah you could still tell they're fake because like there's no there's no when one move up they both move up you know what i'm saying real titties (laughs) real titties unorganized they do what they want they just so it's (laughs) your intern you okay (laughs) you all right over there it's just the titties. one move the one move (laughs) it's just hey man it's just titties unorganized titties man um, but yeah, no, that video came out and little baby's little baby video came out. Now little baby video is complete opposite. Um, it's like a an activist video. Not activist as in lean. Activist as in like what's going on right now. For once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I found that amazing. And the fact that he even felt the need to do it and put out a video. I feel like we've seen a lot of these songs come out over the past two weeks. But there wasn't any effort to make it a video and to make it super visible. It was just thrown out there as like, ah, this is how I feel. And it really, like Meek was probably the only song I really seen do rounds in that, um, in that, I don't know, arena, I guess. you could say. <clears throat> But uh, Lil Baby's video came out and people are mad that Takashi t- and Nicki's video has what? I think it got 46 million first day. I think it broke another record, apparently. Of course. It's at a hundred million right now. It's at a hundred million right now. From since June twelfth, it's been four days. Now we had a hundred mil. Do we believe those numbers? I'm gonna say it again, just like the last time. Do we believe these numbers? I believe it based off the boobies alone. Yeah, the, <laughs> the barbs, the barbs are a different breed, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And like, look, and look, remember how many people was in Takashi's live the first time mm-hmm. he went See, live? See, we talked like, about that too, though. I don't believe those numbers either. No. Listen, you. first of all, we know the powers <laughs> that be. you to somebody who's like nearly a conspiracy Yeah, theorist. I'm so, border. I'm, brink, I'm on the like, brink. I am on the brink. Why do these companies go so hard for Takashi, though, that they want to fake all these numbers, though? It's a distraction. The same reason Bro. they want the NBA back. It's a distraction. <laughs> It's something to take the mind off. Like there, there was um, Takashi pushed back a song. He says he pushed back a song for the fact that the Black Lives Matter protests were going on, and you know he just wanted to be respectful of the moment or whatnot. 
Uh, and a week later, he puts out the song. So, it's true, song, and it's still going on. So how, like, I, I, I would, from my angle, from the conspiracy that I have in my mind of them being a distraction, it, it would be super insensitive and probably turn people off from watching the video if they had put it out that week where shit was hot, hot, right? right? right, right. And then the next week, the protests haven't stopped. Riots mm-hmm. haven't stopped. It's still happening globally, but it's not the same week of. So you let's still throw it out there. You didn't see Nikki say that some of the proceeds are going to Black Lives Matter? <laughs> oh, some. Yeah, I saw some yeah. of the proceeds. Yeah, some. 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 Yes. Bitch, we all know all they need them. the money. <laughs> we all know they need the money, guys. The they can't give all the proceeds. Come on. Hey, she can give all the titties, <laughs> but she can't give any, not all the proceeds. Black lives don't matter that much. <laughs> I'm still watching the video right now, and I'm like, I can understand why it hit 100 mil, though. <laughs> I could understand why it would. I just don't, I don't know, man. I just don't see it. Marlon does not have faith. In I don't have faith in that hitting a hundred mil during these times. I just don't He'd be see like, it. nah, nah, nah. Numbers lie too. Numbers lie too. It's not even numbers lie. It's the fact that first of all, YouTube numbers lie a lot. Let's not ever get that fucked up. People buy views. People do all time. And when you can, when you're friends and you're working with, the lead and head of YouTube Music. I'm pretty sure Leo Cohen, Leo Cohen is the head of YouTube Music right now. When mm-hmm. that's your your co-signer, why can't he get the numbers inflated? But here's the thing too: when a video kind of hits that like uh, naked porn, like it's ass in here algorithm, it gets pushed out like a lot. Like because the video, the mu- last music video I put out with. Um, Russell from from Brampton. Um, it had a nice little thumbnail that kind of got into like the little horny algorithm, mm-hmm. and that shit hit like five million in like a month, which was crazy for me. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying it was it was a bunch of people that weren't fucking with the music in the comments who were just like, "Yo, I seen the ass in the thumbnail because it got it was in that horny yeah. algorithm." You feel yeah, me? yeah, yeah. But also, I gotta pee and I gotta go. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, thank you so much for coming through, bro. Thank you. We thank really you appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, Tim. Thank you. Yes, thank you, guys. Make sure you guys um, tune into Tim's podcast. Give them the information where they can find. Yes, that. yes. Make sure y'all check out the No Chaser podcast, Spotify, iTunes, all that. My YouTube channel, youtubecom slash Timothy Marlin. Next time you in LA, pull up to the podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, let me know. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all. Love, man. Thank you. Bye, guys. Um, but yeah, uh, what were we talking about again? Uh, Nicki Minaj's boobs. Oh yeah, the boobs. Like even with what Tim was just saying, how he, the thumbnail can sort of sort of drive that audience, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you see those numbers so high, like he's saying the horny algorithm, majority of those views you'll notice come from uh, countries that have very st- tight restrictions on sex and on pornography. So like. India, for example, heavy whenever I like one of my most watched videos is called parents caught having sex. And the thumbnail is Ryan in Baca's with another girl. And so it's like you're seeing the sex suggested in it. Right. Majority of the views from there, India. And it's got over a million. 
And I, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you, probably 920,000 of those views are from India. My my best YouTube video is an interview of me and Dave East, and the thumbnail I put is like a eggplant emoji. Nice. And he's looking at me really aggressively. Nice. And I'm shocked. Like, and it says, "Put it in your what?" And that has like Alicia, you on that type of time, girl? Okay. What? Hold on. Hold on. Demon time. Now she got so she got fans. Would you would you demon time with Davies? Would you demon no. time with Davies first night? Davies says, "Yo, I'll bring you back to the Hilton right now." Oh, uh, I might get like choked out, like not in a good hey. way. <laughs> <laughs> might get the spring out. He might abuse my ass. Is there might any be. celebrity that you would you would give the first night pass to? Um, Miguel, huh? Jeez. Oh no! Did I, did I ever tell you guys on my story about Miguel? No, you have not. This is actually gonna be exclusive, 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 exclusive. Premiere, 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 premiere. Let it be known. Let it be known. Exclusive. I don't. I do not listen to Miguel. Hold on. Don't don't tell the story yet. Hold on. Okay. Let me set the mood. Okay. You're gonna play his fucking song, and I just said I don't listen to that shit. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Tell the story. Oh. I'm sick. Um, <laughs> so I was like 22. Keep it 100, babe. <laughs> 22. And I was working, I was interning in DC at uh, WPGC. And every November, we have this concert called for Sisters Only, right? And Miguel was our headliner. Mm. So 22, he just like dropped the dorn. Like that was the song that was really popular, Jeez. whatever the case may be. And so after the show, I'm backstage because I'm working the concert. Oh, working, are you? Yes, I'm sure you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working the concert because, like, I'm a whole ass, like, employee for them. So don't be sipping your wine like that. Um, (laughs) So whatever, I'm back there and, like, people are trying to get pictures. And I was like, oh, let me get a picture with him, right? Yeah. And I'll try to find the picture too because he looks so freaking miserable. Everybody <laughs> was like, I think it's because he realized that you're like so tall. Like, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't really take you down type thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all like yelling at her so she can hear him. Tell me the pussy's <laughs> Tell me! Can you hear me up there? <laughs> Very nice to meet you. <laughs> Miguel's a short guy. For those of you guys who don't know. He's so freaking short. He's so tiny too because he doesn't have like a lot of body either. So, and so we're just like talking, whatever. And they're like asking me questions. It was him and his manager. And they're asking me questions of like why I'm out here, like where I'm from, whatever the case may be. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to be doing stuff tonight, right? Mm, Doing stuff. He was like, we're going to be out in the city. We stay in whatever. So Mm. he's like, take my number. Oh. And I was like, okay. What year so, was this? Uh, 2012. Okay. Yeah. It's before Instagram. Okay. Okay. No, Instagram was like really, really new. Very new. The yeah, DMs yeah, yeah. weren't even didn't even exist yet. Yeah. No, the DMs weren't around. Yeah. At no. All. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Like he puts his number in my phone, and we continue talking. And then they're like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 22. Mm. And they're like, oh, you a baby? And I was like. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm legal. Like, I'm here. Like, I'm allowed to go to the clubs and drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's 21 here. I'm 22. And he was saying something. I think he might have been like 27, 28 around the time. Like, he was pushing 30s for sure. Mm -hmm. And then I love calling women uh, babies when they're not even that much younger than me. <laughs> that is such. That is such a part of the game. You have no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> that situation happened, and then they're like. Like, they're like, okay, well, tonight, like, when we link up, they're like, here, bring this. And they put something in my pocket. And I was like, I was like, I don't know what's in my pocket because I never looked, right? And oh, I was my like, God, bricks. <laughs> some, some cocaine. Some keys. Um, yeah, so I was just like, you know, just whatever. Like, yeah, like, I'll hit you up or you, like, I'll text you. And you so didn't I look at what it was? No, I didn't when I was around there. So I was just like, all right, like, gotta go. We gotta, like, clean you crazy. up and stuff. You are so I crazy. Go back to the, I go back to the green room. Man's gave me a condom. That's oh, what they put I in my knew. fucking pocket. Oh, my God. <laughs> Miguel said, tell me that that condom is yours. <laughs> tell me that that condom is mine. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, Alicia. <laughs> oh, my God. You know why this is the spiciest, spiciest news ever? Why? Uh... Miguel been with his girl since he was like 18. Yes, expose the man damn Alicia. Jeez. You know I'm shopping this around, right? This is going to shade room. Baller alert. I'm shopping this bitch around. Are you crazy? She showed the receipts on that ass. She probably still got the date on that. You going to jail now? You going to jail now? But like, and and his original Instagram. I don't know if this is the still the same thing. Miguel Unlimited. I is doubt it? It. I, it's probably just Miguel I don't even now. Know. He's, like he's way more famous now. He's probably just Miguel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I remember I get back to the green room and I'm just like, I like reach into my pocket and I take it out. And like my friend, my homie DJ Reds, he was originally with me when he was the one that took the picture, but then he kind of like went back to the media room. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, what was going on? He was like, oh, they trying to, he was like, they trying to climb that tree. Like, ah! <laughs> and it was kind of, it was kind of a joke because the last time I met Omarion, he did like a drop for me for the much music VJ search. Yeah. And he said like, oh, I was walking down the hall and I seen this tall glass of like water and I was thirsty. So like, that's what Omarion said. So everybody just be making fun of me. At this Wait, what was the brand? But this is the thing. It was like, I don't even know what brand it was, but it was not no Magnum. Or oh, like that. my that so God. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my 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 God.
That's Tell me that that buddy was small. That's why I placed a specific condom. That nigga had the guidance counselor condom? (laughs) You know the guidance counselor condom that looked like a a balloon? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. For real. I like I laughed to my friend DJ Reds. I was like, bro, they could have at least handed me like a Magnum or something. Like this shit's so small. Like it was. I don't even know what brand it was. That is so funny. After that, I stopped listening to Miguel because <laughs> it wasn't the same. Every time I go into the studio, they would like turn up, let my love adorn you, and like laugh at me. And I was just like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> that is amazing. Before we continue. <laughs> We gotta, you know, address address the the elephant, the lucky elephants in the room. Shout out to the Patreon gang and this bitch. God damn, Patreon gang and this bitch. Y'all, there is a chat at the side if you guys want to uh, ask us any questions or or um, say anything or add to the discussion. Uh, to your right, there's a part that says chat. Uh, you guys can engage there if you guys want to talk amongst each other. If you guys want to say anything to us. Feel free to do so. Y'all are the paying motherfucking customers. All right. You guys keep, you guys pay, keep some Shout out to Joshua JT, on. my homie from. Uh uh-uh, customatic in this bitch. What yeah. up? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so we'll continue with the extra gravy. <laughs> Let's see. What other. Was, what other was that a good enough exclusive for y'all? That was a good exclusive, man. I, that was such a good <laughs> exclusive. We need to balance it out with our good youth of the week. Yes, such a good youth. Such a good blood clot youth. You donate money. And you have money. Such a good Such a good, nice youth. Watch the intern getting a local compliments. Okay. Look at his face. Because his birthday was a couple of days ago. Let's go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Gotta do the TikTok dances. Happy birthday. Oh man, shout out to the intern. Birthday boy, old as fuck. How old are you now? 46? 47? I am I am 47 years old. Alright, 47 years old. Goddamn 47. Intern's faces are hilarious. Yeah, you gonna get used to them. <laughs> that boy animated. Um our good youths of the week. Yes. Because we can't just have one good youth during these trivial trying times. Um our first good youth of the week is PayPal, who have donated five hundred million dollars five hundred million dollars people are doing it to the black people them they don't need all the money that they stole from people all of the money all of them <laughs> them transaction fee there eh? yeah. <laughs> no i heard i heard i remember a security guard that worked in my last building in detroit uh he i guess he sold some type of like anime comic book shit and one day he went on his rant to me i don't even know his name about how PayPal would not give him back his money and they stole like $10,000 from him or some shit like that. Because they wouldn't actually allow him to take out the money and they said that like, oh, it's gone and it's like lost and all this shit. So he was so pissed off 
That doesn't make much sense. Ten thousand dollars. I smell a fib. He was like, that's why you shouldn't use PayPal. And I was like, damn, like, I smell thank a God fib, I'm not bro. getting $10,000 I smell a in fib. PayPal. Nah, pay, I PayPal saved my life, man. I, I left my wallet when I was in Taiwan. I didn't have no bank card, no nothing. PayPal saved my life. Yeah, man. like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how that's a thing. Because PayPal, PayPal will even lend you money. Really? Like, PayPal yeah. will literally lend you money mm-hmm. if they know you're good for it. <laughs> like, that's happened to me before. PayPal has lent me $900 when I needed rent one time. Oh wow, that's crazy! <laughs> and, Good and for them. Not PayPal, like them saying, "Hey, we noticed you're late on rent." It was, <laughs> it was like there's a there's a thing. I can't remember how exactly it works, but there's like a a borrow system with PayPal. Um, and I'm not too sure if it reviews if you have the funds in your bank account beforehand, and then mm-hmm. allows you. Th- because they know you can make it back or get it back. I don't know how yeah. it works, but, and there's a certain I mean, cap to it as well. There's a, there's a limit, but PayPal will like actually lend you money. So I don't even, oh, wow. I don't even get why they wouldn't pay him out. That don't sound I right. I don't know. Was this a guy you were dating? No, it was some security guard in uh, my building. Oh, okay. I just met him and he uh, decided to go on this rant about why he hates PayPal. And I was like, oh, okay, well noted. I'm not. Sounds really like he was attracted PayPal to you like and that. just trying to, Explain why he's not why he's not he's trying like, to he can't flex on you right now. I'm I'm working yeah, this little security thing because PayPal fucking with my money. He's like, he's like, you know, I just work the security job just cause, but I really got a business. See, on the side. exactly. I, hella bread. I told you, I told you. He didn't want you to think of him as more than the front desk. <laughs> but, but, see, but the way PayPal works, is shit, you know, it's just not my thing. Yo, honestly, those are the next people we need to fight after TTC. Um, fair inspectors. They goes TTC <laughs> fair inspectors. This is a this is a list of unnecessary tension at at your job that is not needed. TTC fair inspectors, and then front desk security at condos, because half of them don't do work, and ha- the other half do too much work. There's never an in between. <laughs> There's always one that one kiosk or uh, front desk person that's just like. Gives you wants your social insurance number. Nigga wants your address, postal code, height. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is. I'm just trying to go to my mom's house. Can I just <laughs> go to I my mother's house? Something else. <laughs> my my uh, when I used to live at DNA three on King Street West, uh, those securities were riders. Like I fucked with them one time. This guy dropped off like I guess he owned a pizza pizza, so he was like, I'll drop you off food, and he dropped me off like five pizzas. Boxes of chicken wings, the sandwiches. Yo, he hold on, wait. Me the whole loosen up, loosen up your arm real quick. You're oh. flexing way too much. Oh. <laughs> You're flexing with DNA three, <laughs> free boxes of pizza. Fucking loosen man. up, my nigga. Loosen the arms up. Damn. Flexing. You gonna get a spasm? Me. But the man gave me so much stuff, and I live by myself, so I just gave it to my pizza, like my security guards. I was like, here you guys go. You guys work really hard. I know how PayPal be doing, y'all. Here y'all go. Here y'all go. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. Take that. I feel like they treated me better after that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the key right there is get your front desk person something off rip. Like first day you get in there, and then they will allow all noise complaints for at least a week. At least a week. Um, who else is our good youth of the week this week? None other than man like Stormzy, yeah? 
Done fam. Fucking mm. murky ace, you get me, fam. Done no. <laughs> murky ace, bro. It's fucking. It's a spondulian in that, isn't it? Fuck um, yeah, you done no, mate. X amount of respect to him still. Mm. Fucking mean as Tuzi boys. <laughs> you ever seen that Chris D'Elia joke? Um, Norm, where he talks about British people, <laughs> and he's like, "Hello." All hello. British people sound like hello. <laughs> and he's like, you ever been uh, threatened by an English person? It's like the scariest shit ever in your life, but you're also super confused because it was super polite. Hey, me and the Stussy boys are going to come down to your toilet and do some real groundwork, mate. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Are you going to repair my shit or are you going <laughs> to Are you fixing my toilet or beating me up? What's going on here? Oh my gosh. Um... At Murky, we have always used our brand to elevate, support, and amplify the issues and the voices of the black community. This is a fact. Um, to continue and expand upon our activism and philanthropic work, today we announced that Stormzy pledges 10 million pounds over 10 years to organizations, charities, and movements that are committed to fighting racial inequality, justice reform, and black empowerment within the UK. And just to put that, just to put that shit in some motherfucking perspective, yeah, ten bro. million pounds is As half of Stormzy's net worth. Wow. He's only worth twenty million pounds, and that is accumulated over the years that he has been in the game. And he, he is, lose that in ten million. And he is he is saying over the next ten years, I will donate a million pounds each year to fighting racial inequality, which is, that's amazing. To, to have that goal, like, fine, you have 20 million and it's 1 million each year. I get that, but look how long it took you to get that 20 mil. <laughs> Your whole life, essentially. You know what I mean? Nice. Like, for someone to just dedicate half of their net worth just like that, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. So shout out to Stormzy. Big um, up. Big up. That's a Huge. big, big move. That's amazing. But in, but in either, yo, yo, a man like Stormzy said, yo, I'm gonna hold the dark skin king crown for this week. And then Akon said, nigga, hold my fucking beer. Uh, nigga, hold my, uh, my, uh, what do they call it? In, what do they, uh, what kind of beer they uh, got in England? Uh, <laughs> uh, hold, hold my stout. <laughs> hold my stout, nigga. <laughs> hold my stout in it. Um, Can you hold, hold, hold the key? Hold this key for a second. Akon and a U.S.-based engineering and consulting firm called KE International has been awarded $6 billion to build Akon's futuristic cryptocurrency-themed city in Senegal called... What do you guys think it's called? What, the Akon City? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was Akon City. It's Akon City. God damn it. We ain't, listen, we ain't fucking, we ain't painting this shit up. We ain't doing none of that. She's like, wait, wait, in Akon City? <laughs> Imagine that's the fucking national anthem every morning. Every morning you wake up at school. Smack that all on the floor. Oh, Smack that. Give me oh, some God. more. Smack that. <laughs> Yo, what was the... Wait, didn't Cardi have a song? Was that the song? No, that was with Eminem, I think. What was the song with Cardi? Didn't he have a song with Cardi? Nah, I gotta find it now. Oh, I gotta dangerous? find it now. Is dangerous? it dangerous? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah it was dangerous. Yeah, jeez, that's a big tune, you know. This is like white girls love this fucking song. Like I can't even explain how much. This reminds me of government. Shout out to government. Noticing me from across the room, I can say it. I can't stop myself from looking. Noticing you, noticing me. Watch out, I've seen that girl before. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is so That girl is a bad girl. I've seen her type before. She's so dangerous. Like a Lucifer. <laughs> when did that song come out? It feels like oh, a lifetime ago. Yo, a lifetime ago. When was that song out? Look that up, intern. What was that? Oh, uh, okay. Let me see if I could. <sighs> Drum rolls coming. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ah, shit. I'm gonna go. Oh, six. Oh, oh, six. No, I'm gonna go. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. Oh, eight. I'm gonna go. Oh, seven. Last answer. Oh, seven. Oh, wait. What? Drum roll. Oh, oh, seven. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! The streak continues! The streak continues! And Flo oh. is still playing it like it's brand new. Talk to your, talk your shit! Talk your shit! Why not? That's a big tune, man. I love oh, it. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We're going to be moving on to the next topic. Um... <laughs> It came out. It came out in 08. Really ah! In March of 08. We can never trust interns' Google skills, no matter what. Like, bro, I didn't even touch the Google. That boy, that boy read Google wrong. Goddamn. Yeah. Oh, man. I know one thing intern will not get wrong is our next topic the new PS5. <laughs> How how we feeling? In turn, you this is you, this, this is, is your, your time this is your time to shine, my nigga. You got on the yellow. I just, wait, wait, I just first things first. What? First things first. This is his five percent. Are you gonna pull? Listen, you're not allowed to pull out a PS5 right now in he's pop toy. <laughs> he's gonna he, he's gonna bring out one of those little pop toys, a PS5 pop toy. No, no, yeah. What, yeah, what would you do? What lengths would you go? What le are you eating ass for the PS5 intern? No honey, no honey involved. Zero, no marmalade, no honey, no molasses. No, <laughs> no molasses. No <laughs> molasses. <laughs> oh my god! Strawberry uh, molasses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my! What god. are you willing to do for the for the for the PS Five, brother? For the PS Five, I mean, what are you willing to who's do? Who's to say? Who's to say that? I can't just get it myself. Oh, saying you got PS5 penis. That's what you said. You got PS5 penis. Or he got that that serve. He got that PSP? You got I'm PSP? Just... <laughs> <laughs> PSP was ahead of its time. Got that PlayStation <laughs> penis? God damn. <laughs> That's the title, by the way. PSP Yo, is PSP. now the title. Oh my god. That's the we're gonna have to talk uh, about that for the rest of the year now. Do you have PSP? <laughs> 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 Yo, 
People are gonna think it's an STD. All the memes, man. <laughs> the ones with like, you know, the chick holding a dude's lap. Oh, on the way home. Like, man. That good like there's just so many of them yeah i see yeah i seen the remy ma one where it's like after i bought my dude the ps5 and she's putting his head down like she's getting head i was fucking dying yo the remy ma meme of putting a nigga's head down is the funniest feminist meme of all time like the funniest every time a girl posts that meme it's always funny that no matter what she writes it's hilarious um what's it called P- playstation P- could playstation penis just be off uh performance like do you gotta be nice to her too or hold on can i let me ask this to you alicia okay would you buy somebody a playstation 5 and if so what would they have to do to have you buy them that ps5 oh god here we go Hell to the nose. <laughs> What's the what's the craziest thing? What's the craziest thing you've bought a man? Um. Okay. So first off, I'm never buying nobody no PlayStation because I don't even date niggas that really play PlayStation. Like you don't play no games. Wow. You better be mad secretive. You're a gamist. What I'm not about to do is sit up in here and have you play all that shit and I have to fight for your attention. I'm not fucking doing that. But why is it fight for attention? Why do I always have to give you my attention? Why can't I? Just enjoy a hobby of mine while you simultaneously while you simultaneously sit in the room. You, you, this is the thing I don't get what about women. Work, what if he was working out and spending time in the gym, three hours, four hours a day in his gym, I, and that was been, his hobby? Okay, listen. This is the thing. Like, if I'm just like pulling up to your house and I'm trying to spend time with you, like my last boyfriend, he had one. He didn't play that often, but it was like, bro, like I'm coming to a whole different city. Like I have to fly to come see you, and you're over here playing your fucking PlayStation. Like you could have played this. <laughs> see, but Monday this is the thing. Thursday, y'all can't. Like, y'all cannot put out these. Y'all cannot put out these tweets and these quotes of. Oh my god, just. Be, I want to be with someone that I, we can be silent together. Like we can be in the same room and not even have to speak. Just your presence there. Why can't I just do my thing over in the corner while you're doing your thing? Yo, honestly, you can, but like I don't know. I just, I just, other than my ex, he's the only one that I've ever dated that was really like had that. And for me, yeah, if there's a guy that starts talking to me and he's really obsessed with playing, I'm just kind of like, I'm just not really interested. I just don't want to. See, this this is why y'all deal with cheaters. That's wild. This is why. Think of it as the new poker night. You know, when men when men play video games now, it's just like instead of having a even further than that. If your man is obsessed with video games, he ain't obsessed with pussy. (laughs) He ain't ain't out here on the streets. Occupying his time, he at home. We're not shooting niggas. Us gamers are not on the streets. Us gamers, we are at home. We don't like leaving the home. We don't like engaging with people outside of the home. And you know what? Just not for me. Further than that, even further than that, for me, video games is a way for me to hang out with my friends as an adult, um, Mm -hmm. as often as I want to. Because when you're growing up and you have your friend group you get to see each other way more often because you have no responsibilities. You ain't got no bills yet. All that mm. good stuff. Then when everybody starts becoming an adult, everyone's trying to get a bit better position in their job. People are having families. People are getting married. People are moving. All these different factors. Now I get to go on 
my video game at any time, I know there's going to be at least three of my niggas on. And it's jokes for hours. It's yelling at each other for hours. hours. It's everything that we would do in person. I you know what I mean? It's just not for me, okay? Listen, That's ain't nobody asking you to play, play nigga. Ain't nobody asking you to play, nigga. I want my man to have it. That's what I said. Maybe, so, maybe, maybe more. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that, you fraud. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. But if, if he got his money and he had his shit straight, but it just it just so happened that one of his things was he enjoyed playing video games as opposed to playing poker or blackjack on his phone. Or, I don't or think like, it's a money or anything like that. I think she just wants that if, attention. She just wants but that. Still, but they still found a way to give you the time and attention. Would you be open to a man playing video games if it was about... But it's not like enough balance? attention if he playing video games, Norm. Come on, brother. We could be doing something else. See? Like, I'm See? sorry. You be getting to another level in another game facing a different boss. So, you feel me? So that, that would translate to other things that you're not interested in. What do you mean? Like, so if there's something else that you... What if he didn't in? like you reading? Okay, that sounds about stupid. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Actually, That's a hobby for you. On. That's a way for you to fill your time. That's no, you not. taking your attention away from me. If I'm reading, I'm reading because I'm trying to educate myself. If and I'm playing video like games, I'm trying to educate myself too. Boy. You, hold on. Hold on. Okay, so hold on. Let, intern, do this yes. for me. Google real quick. This is the most important Google of your life. Focus. Doing, Look focusing. at me. I'm looking. Find the educational value behind video games and let us blow Alicia's mind. Playing card without a race. Playing any video game. Any video game. Any video game. Because I feel like, would you would you let your kids play video games? Would you buy uh, video games if you had children? I'm, I don't know. I know I, mean, I, I would. Had them, I, I had them when I was a kid. I just never, like, I would play, but I would barely play. Like, I would, I'm not sitting there. Running? I would buy... From? Ron, you need it. Hey, boy, Ron, <laughs> don't, you, you don't ever unmute your shit again, boy. <laughs> he wanted to steal the spotlight. Like, you know, the racist be popping up in the Zooms and stuff like that. He Listen, to... Ron got <laughs> a call and was trying to let us hear his booty talk hours. We ain't trying to hear all that, Ron. Goddamn. Um, uh. No, but even further than that, especially for kids, I know that... Um, for me, I don't know about any other kid, but probably for other kids, problem solving was mm -hmm. huge uh, part of playing video games when I was a kid. Especially when you play RPG games, yeah. they're not teaching you how to beat the game. You kind of got to figure things out. Yeah, and it and you, it's it's and just you're like reading speech bubbles for how long? Like, yeah, and it's, it's 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 a lot like uh, sports and how sports can teach you about life. Yeah. I, I would put it that way. Video games can, as especially these days, like I understand probably when we were younger, the video games weren't as nuanced and all that other stuff. But now you have games of all walks of life, like so many different types of games. And it can literally teach you about life and teach you about problem solving, or teach you about persistence and not giving up. And uh, the goals, like when you reach a certain goal, it releases endorphins, so you just feel good about reaching goals. Then on top of that, it's like, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, I can't even remember the last thing. But yeah, there's a lot of benefits. Oh, reflexes, reflexes. Have you played that word game? I haven't, I haven't played it since um, the last time we talked about it. What game? Oh man, same yeah. here. What game? <laughs> And that was that was 
at like what in in the end of March, April? Like what game? Quarantine. What and game I is that? The word, a word, word scrape. Game. Word, word scrape. I think it was or something like that. Right. Word escaper. Yeah. Word escape. Where is it? Where is it? Words. Oh, word like escape. words with friends. Is that like words word. with friends? Is that the same thing? Right beside my Bumble app. Wordscapes. <laughs> what is that? It's like it's, a it's just game. a game where it will tell you like all these different um like they'll tell you like all these different level letters and you have to try to figure out the different words and they'll tell you that like these five six letters can spell x amount of words. Oh okay, yeah. 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 You got to delete um, that so, once you get a boyfriend though. You know that, right? What? You got to delete that game. Why? It's a distraction. Oh, I don't play it. I haven't played it since March. <laughs> he doesn't want it. it on your phone. He doesn't even want to okay. see it. I nah, do he don't it. even want to see it. it. <laughs> now that I'm sitting here thinking, like, it might be, like, me being triggered. Yep. It might be me being triggered because when I was younger, oh. I, used to have, I have, used to have, like, a Sega Genesis, right? Mm. And that was my shit. And I remember I used to have, like, Alex the Kid and, like, Sonic and Dolphin and all these witches. Dolphin, games, right? I fucking hate oh, that game. Yeah. Oh, the oh dolphin. God. Wow. I hate Echo, that. Echo, the Echo, Echo the dolphin. Oh, I hate yeah. that fucking game <laughs> so much. <laughs> and the, and, and the, the, the cat Jumped and the bird the one. The cat yep. and the bird one. The chi- I don't know. I don't, uh, Tom either. and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry? No, no, not Tom and Jerry. The, uh, it was like a chick. I don't know. It wasn't Tom and Jerry. I said cat and isn't Tom... Tom is a cat Tom mouse. Mouse. Yeah, sorry, cat mouse. Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Right. Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. Um, no, 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 no. I don't know what it was, but Spiral. it was like a birdie one. Right. Um, I had all these games or whatever. So that used to be for a moment. That used to be my thing. And my mom had this boyfriend of hers, <sighs> and I remember his name was Paul. And he used to Fucking come to Paul. our house and Fucking like stay Paul. at our house. I think he lived there. I'm not even sure. Nice. But he used to literally fight me to play like my sega how old are you Stuff like that i was like seven or eight i would have fought your ass too Move, i was like sir this is mine like you know when you dash a little kid like this he literally used to like not let me play he used to start fights with me because i rate like, it he would try to play or i would be playing and he'd tell me to get off whatever the case may be to the point where i literally hated him and to this day my mom will say that she is not with him because me and him couldn't get along over a video game like it's because of the fucking sega oh, the negative yeah. connotation wow Damn. wow you ruined your mother's happiness oh. because of my joke. <laughs> <laughs> She clearly don't pick them well. Anyways. You grown ass man trying to fight with a little ass girl. It wasn't gonna work out, that. anyways. It wasn't gonna go, work out. Go by your own. Seth. Go by your own. Get oh, your man. own house too. You're in our apartment. Okay, <laughs> so it's safe to say that Alicia will not be getting the PS5 for herself no. or any so, other individual living. Yep. Um, and back to the question. <laughs> and back to the question of what the most elaborate gift I've ever bought was probably just a, like some sneakers. Like stuff like that, you know. I make like for birthdays. I'll I'll try to make stuff or put stuff together, like a kit where it has like a like like top, whatever they a plethora of stuff that would is. be helpful for for him. Yeah, like I'll do one of my boyfriends. He he worked corporate life, so 
I was getting him like all these different like skinny tie socks. I put in a bottle. I put put in like a Cuban cigar. I put in um, his favorite snacks nice. and stuff like that. And then I would do something with them. Um, this guy that I was talking to more recently, he's he loves he loved my midday motivation when I was on air. So I wrote him like a quote book and then like bought him like all these different things that I felt were connected to what he wanted to do and stuff like that. So that's the type of person. The most elaborate was probably just some sneakers. That's what's up. That's what's up. My ex got me a PS4. Got that PS4 penis. I don't know if I got the upgrade. I don't know if I have the upgrade iOS, but uh, you know, we rocking. That's what's up. I know I at least have fourth gen penis. You got Dyson fan penis. I got Dyson fan penis for real. <laughs> your dick is literally the equivalent of the most expensive thing you've ever gotten because of your dick what is the mo what dick do you have norm hmm let's see let's see <laughs> and alicia what pussy you got <laughs> you ain't you ain't out what of this <laughs> intern what you got oh, yellow man. durag penis <laughs> what you got <laughs> god damn <laughs> what you got um Damn, What's the most question. expensive thing your penis has gotten you? I got flight penis. I, that's the most expensive thing I've ever gotten. I got. I got. I'm gonna say flight. Yeah, I got flight penis. I got flight penis. Was it round trip though? <laughs> if you got one way flight penis, it don't count. <laughs> she got to be willing to send you home too. <laughs> a woman to do that yeah no up if you think I okay you know what? here's the crazy thing i, I don't even one. pay for the uber no. <laughs> that one um fucking chains long long chains mm. but like multiple chains for the whole crew oh but I, but I turned it down i was like no i don't want i don't want you to spend she's like it's okay it's like no, no homies were like no, no. What the fuck? Yeah, your waist. I would have fought you still. I would have fought you. Oh god. So mad. I was like, you could have had Jib's penis. That's crazy. Do your chain hang low? Do it wobble to the floor? Oh man. Oh my god. I can't even sing that song anymore. Let's. No, you can't. I can't sing that song anymore. Cannot. So this week has been revealed. Yo, racism just never ends. Um. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Um, there are a number of things that we didn't know. Well, I didn't know. I shouldn't say we, but I didn't know were racist things, right? Um, it all started with realizing and and learning. Excuse me, that um picnic picnic uh stands for pick a nigger, and uh white people used mm. to gather at parks uh, with food and blankets and pick a nigga to hang. And they would all just sit there what and the eat fuck? at the park yeah. while watching niggas die. So that's yeah. where Picnic came from. Um, and I'm supposed to go on one on Friday? Yeah, Saturday. Trinity Bellwoods is all the way canceled. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It all, all makes sense now why they were all at Trinity Bellwoods wow. and we saw barely any black people there. That is why. <laughs> um, so I found that out. And then there was more. Things that are so like, 
they're so ingrained. They're so subtle. They're so normal that it's like, it's almost shocking when you learn because it's like, it was right in front of your face. So we all know the, the, uh, inner workings of a house of a home, uh, and the rooms they're in (laughs) the master bedroom. Ah, yes. Anything with master. Come on now. Yeah. Need I say any, but who thinks that you thought that? I've never thought that in my life. I've never once thought the master bedroom means this is where the master slept. I always thought the master bedroom just meant this is the ultimate room. <laughs> like <laughs> this is the master of all the rooms. Like <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. Um so picnics are canceled, master bedrooms are canceled. Uh <laughs> what's next? Ah uh, yes, the ice cream truck. What the fuck? So the reason I said um, the whole uh, jibs thing and, you know, you can't sing uh, chain hang low anymore. Well, the ice cream truck song, obviously, um, has racist origins, too. And it plays a blackface minstrel music that used to send kids home and not to the truck which is even the crazier part um and i think it had something to do with uh it started with watermelon if you guys know the history of watermelon and black people do you guys know the history of watermelon and and black people and like why like black people okay so after slavery uh watermelon was an easy way for slaves to make money um they could sell it they sold them by the truckloads, like it was just an easy way for them to make money, and they were making a lot of money by doing so, and uh, making lives for their families and whatnot. White people saw this, obviously got jealous, and decided to start propaganda against watermelon, and literally diminish the symbol that was uh, once a symbol of freedom and success. They diminished it to making cartoons of like blackface people um eating it in the streets laying down and a whole bunch of things that would it's almost like uh they're trying to make it look like it was cocaine in a sense and um saying that you you know niggas love them watermelons like there's a song Mm. called nigga love a watermelon um and that was the original song for the ice cream truck was nigger love a watermelon? Wow! And, did you uh, did you know that um, any mini money mo? Yep, that's the next one I was getting into. Catch oh, a nigger yeah. by the toe. Yep, yep, I, yep. That that yes, one I yes. learned when I was a kid, though. I, I learned just, that one when I, was, when I was young. I just learned that like a couple months ago. I, I learned no that clue. in grade three, I think. Grade three or four, I'm pretty sure. One of the white kids was just like, "Hey, do you guys know what this song means?" And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest no. was history. Um, but yeah, man, it just goes to show that, that there's a everything whole bunch of racist. everything is racist. There's like 12 or 13 different well-known nursery rhymes that are just ex- very racist. Like eeny, meeny, miny, mo is eeny, meeny, miny, mo catch a nigger by the toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo catch a nigger by his toe. If he hollers, make him pay $20 every day. That was the alternative. That was a remix. Wow. Um, yeah, even hip hip hooray, I heard had like anti-Semitic. Uh, 
uh, connotations. There's a whole bunch of things. I don't doubt it, man. This world is racist. Uh, And speaking of which, you have to say RIP to a young lady um, that, man, this story was just, it was just incredibly sad. Like, out of all the stories we've seen so far, for me, this was probably the saddest story. Um, You have a young lady by the name of Oluwatoyin Salau, who was missing um, starting June 6th after she was literally live tweeting detailing a sexual assault that had happened uh, earlier that day. And then she was found dead days later. Um, Upon further reveal... She had been assaulted, <clears throat> was looking for a place for refuge, and a man who claimed to be a pastor, a black man, uh, decided it would be a good idea to lie to her and, and bring her to his home and give her a shower and clothes and then sexually assault her himself after she confided in him. Um, she, according to the tweets, left um, the house at some point and... I'm guessing he found her and and killed her. Um, she was 19. She w- had been protesting for days for black men, which makes this even worse. Um, to be killed by the people you're fighting for is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, a real reality for majority of black women. Like, <clears throat> there's countless black women that could tell you that the people that let them down the most are black men. Because you yeah, you sure. expect it from everybody else. You don't expect it from your own. You know what I mean? And this girl definitely did not expect it from her own. She thought this person was going to protect her. And it's just incredibly sad. And black men, like, there's, no, there's nothing else to say other than black men need to step it up, man. Like, we're fighting multiple wars right now, but not nearly as many as black women not nearly as many as dark-skinned black women. Um, and their, their thoughts and their, their concerns matter as well. We can't just be out on the streets protesting when black men get killed yeah. and making a big mess of it when black men get killed. Black women matter even more than black men, in my opinion. And it's just... It's just insane to see, man. And, like, you have people that, like, I noticed black men turn into white people when black women attack them for these things that, that, that they're falling short on. Black men will turn, it's like, it's like you're talking to a racist all over again. <clears throat> they'll, they'll hit you with the, well, not all men are like that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's not all of us doing that shit. Focus on them. Like, blah, blah. And... Or or worse, what did she do? Or like, to question it, say she's lying, say it wasn't that serious, all types of shit to dismiss um, someone's pain, essentially. You're dismissing someone's pain. And I'm not gonna act like I'm a saint. Like I've never I was never on this tip as heavily. Um, I would say probably pre 2014, 2013. Once the Trayvon thing happened was really when I started diving into my black history and learning more about the injustices because I learned that it was not just something that happens just willy-nilly. It's not just something you face every once in a while as a black person. 
It's something that's a, a reality for someone every day. And you, so in some ways, when you're not educated, you don't even know it's happening to you every day. You just mm -hmm. feel it. You don't know how to explain it because you can't put into words what people are doing to you. Especially you, in like the workplace. Especially in the workplace. Like the microaggressions. Microaggressions. <laughs> microaggressions are a bitch because they're so subtle and they're so covert and just... Yep. It's just, there's so many ways that it's, if you're not educated, if you don't know your history, if you don't know other people's history, you would think, uh, they probably just don't like me, like as yeah. a person, and not that they don't like you as a black person, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this week, it's just been very, it's probably the most exhausting week for me personally. Like, my brain is just, is physically tired. Did you see the interaction that I had on Twitter today? No, I did not. What happened? So essentially, like I, I quoted, they're laughing at this guy who, this this woman, she went and said, black women deserve the fucking world, right? And this guy went and did like the little asterisk and was like, men instead of women, like men deserve yeah. the fucking word, world. And so this girl was like, the ugly always got to say, say something. And so from then, like he goes on to call her ugly. Like, mind you, the girl looks like a fucking supermodel. She's a dark skinned black woman, mm -hmm. but she looks like a supermodel. And me, I'm just like the lies y'all tell yourself. Like this girl is gorgeous. This random guy came up and he was like, but didn't he call her ugly? Didn't she call him ugly first? I was like, okay. Like he was like, I'm confused. And I was like, okay, like you might not really understand what the fuck is going on. So I tried to explain it. I'm like, you know, it's not the problem. It's not about being called ugly. It's about the fact that he decided to correct the original tweet by saying that men yeah. deserve the fucking world instead of women. When that was the conversation that all of us have been talking about the last couple of days. And he was like, like, it's the same women asking for black men to protect them are the same people that are bashing black men as if we don't get bashed from every other angle. But oh okay. my God. Niggas are idiots. Like they're and I idiots. Was like, what the fuck? Niggas are so dumb was, as fuck. So I was just like, if you can't see why he's wrong from the jump, then you're just as bad as him. And he took it like more personal on that. And he was like, I'm not as bad. I see two wrongs. If that makes me bad, then you're delusional. And I tried to explain to him like why the fuck this is wrong. And I was just like to go further into it. It's unfortunate that there's like a high chance that the man who called her ugly thinks she's ugly because she's dark skinned, even though point black period, this girl is fucking gorgeous. And if he, if it was a light skinned girl who said that, then you know, he might not have been so bold to like utter those words. And then he was like, I ain't trying to hear all that bigger picture shit. Wrong is wrong. Be respectful and you shall get respected. And I'm the bigger like, picture is the point. Dumbass. Like, this is what I don't understand. Even when these niggas, and that wasn't even the guy who said it. This is just a, a, a random guy coming to a defend random a random guy. And mm -hmm. I don't think niggas understand how much they tell on themselves when they do shit like this. For you to, for me to engage in any content, I must be somewhat, especially something like that. I must be. There must be some emotion behind it. There's the only oh, reason that I'm, 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 I'm talking to you and trying to get him off the hook is because mm -hmm. I felt the same way he did when he said what he said. So now I'm defending myself. 
He and, took it further and was like, I look at it as a joke. There's no name. There was no name called in. I joke around on here too, but I don't go around calling people ugly and get butt hurt when I get called the same thing. I called someone else. I'm not going back and forth no more. Your opinion is your opinion. And I was like, bro, this isn't an opinion. This is facts. Like it, it is deeper than this. I, it, the and fact that he's completely ignoring the fact that a random nigga came into someone's mentions he didn't know and corrected them on something that didn't need correcting there's nothing else to say to that guy. He's clearly got a one-track mind and is only focused on the one thing that he would have done, and he's defending that. And <laughs> then on top of that, I go to his page, and he reads <laughs> a girl that... Um, where is it? The girl had tweeted to the black men hearing black women out right now. We love you. We see you. We value. You, thank you. You matter. You matter jointly. Growing together is beautiful. Bitch, do not retweet this because you're arguing <laughs> with a black woman on what is going on. And you're saying that the black woman who originally made the tweet is in the wrong for calling somebody ugly at the first time. Like, you do not support us. So shut the fuck up. This is the thing wow. I don't understand when it comes to... Um colorism and homophobia right especially as a black person once you have been marginalized your whole life you would think that you could understand the plight of someone saying they are marginalized as well yeah you'd think that oh. you would be able to identify <clears throat> with the arguments the pain and the trauma that someone has to go through because of people thinking of them as lesser than mm -hmm. but yet you know what it is I figured it out. It's not even that they don't understand it. It's that they need that hierarchy to feel worth it. Yeah. Knowing that dark-skinned women are at the bottom of the food chain in terms of how the world views human beings, I feel like a lot of black men cling on to that for their access to whiteness. So if... You're not at the bottom of the food chain. That means there's someone being oppressed even more than you, which means you're not the lowest form of human in your mm -hmm. own mind, which means mm -hmm. that if you keep imposing these and perpetuating these stereotypes and oppression that has been put onto these people, that is your, it makes you that much closer to whiteness. And it's just, it's just the same thing as like an Indian guy saying fuck black people or an Asian guy saying fuck black people. It's not because they necessarily hate black people. It's that closer to whiteness thing. It's that hierarchy. It's that classism. It's that level up on another human being that you want to maintain your, your level of privilege, whatever that may be, or level of comfort. And proximity. That proximity is it's crazy that like niggas will really stick to that and like especially at a time like now like i i don't know even know what like what it would take for these people to really open their eyes because it, white people are watching us with the intraracial beef just laughing because if we're divided, no, there's never been a, a team that won a championship in the NBA that didn't get along. There's never been a team that won anything that didn't get along on some basis. There can't be division and pro progress at the same time. You got you to gotta kind of lock in. This is, are we all on the same page? This We're all goal, on the yeah. same page. This Facts. is our goal. You have, put, you, you have to put your personal problems to the side. To the side. 
Yeah. This is what we're all going after collectively. Yeah. Like, but. it's crazy. It's crazy that people can't see that, especially in time like right now where, like, the last thing we need is a division amongst black people. I encourage all conversation when it comes to colorism, homophobia mm -hmm. within the black community. I don't think this is the wrong time. I think this is a perfect time to talk mm -hmm. about these things because not only are you going to, A, convert some minds, but at the same time, you get to see which side of the fence people are on. Do you know how much fucking niggas I blocked this week? Yeah. Do you know how much people I unfollowed and blocked this week alone? And I don't care if you learn in the future or not. Right now, I don't want to see any thoughts yeah. from you. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and I get, I, listen, I, when, if, when I was in that position and I was in that place, I asked people, why don't you help me? Why don't you let me see like what I'm doing wrong? Why don't you teach me and blah, blah, blah. But that's not anyone else's responsibility at the end of the day. Being on this side of it, I understand. It's no one else's responsibility. It's like someone, it's like people hitting up Norm every day for how to cook. Every day, Norm's got to gotta write on DM how to cook <laughs> to a different person every day. Pay me. Where it's like, pay me. You want, Here's my consulting fee. You want to learn how to cook? Pay me. You want to learn how to not be a colorist? Pay me. You want to learn how to how to not be homophobic? Pay me. Because it's really that simple at this point. I mean, now you're asking. Day, us, like, yeah. At the end of the day, like the resources are there now, right? We live in an age of Google. information, so it's very, very easy to find the answers. And I mean, like some of us do need to have those conversations and do need to teach other people, but it shouldn't be our sole responsibility if we don't want to. We should be able to have the option of like doing it do you know what i mean i'm teaching yeah, people put, i love and put care the about. pressure on people they should uh, should obviously ask if this if it, if there's a safe space to speak with the person but like also show that you're also show that you're doing the work yourself do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like don't show up yeah. to the table unprepared be like oh well i read this like like what's your thoughts on it type thing yeah. like Am you're I cheating. getting this you correct? Gotta, like you gotta study. Don't you yeah. can't cheat and go straight to the answers at the Just back. Just give me the, the answers. Yeah. You no, gotta study. You. Yeah. I hate, out. But I really like it makes me sick that we can't necessarily come together the way that we need to, and that there's always this like division between us. Like I hate to see it. But at the same time, it's like with these men, sh show me your true colors. Because one thing I know for sure, especially if like you're darker than me and we end up having a daughter, what you're not going to do is teach her or make her feel less than because like her skin is darker. And that's We're not going to do that. We're going to uplift her. Like no matter what fucking like type of hair she got, no matter like if she's darker, like we got to uplift her because she deserves to go into this world confident as fuck and know that she's the shit. And that's the mm -hmm. problem with a lot of men, um, just in general, not even just black men with men in general, and I, I attributed it to the, the trashness that we are right now um, until some of us learn and do better and relearn and become different people with how we were all raised. And this is almost without exception because I feel like it's across the board except for like very unique cases where you have extraordinary parents. Majority of men were not raised we were loved we were not raised i can't remember who said that we we're that we were loved but we were not raised uh boys are are loved and women are raised yeah so like I, I i talked about this on the timeline for example the fact that little boys are shunned and shamed out of keeping a diary mm -hmm. where women are encouraged to do so is just one little human thing that 
doesn't seem so big, but can end up being just tumultuous <laughs> in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. human evolution. Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, you have uh, someone that's learning to articulate their emotions, articulate their thoughts and their feelings, get mm-hmm. it down on paper, read it, that catharsis, what is it? Cathar- catharsism? Cathartic? Catharsis. Catharsis. Yep. That catharsis <laughs> behavior that like <laughs> it, it, you feel better. Everyone that's ever written anything will tell you you feel mm-hmm. better getting your thoughts out and written down on something. And you're also able to like really start to understand why you yeah. feel that way. Like when you start writing them down and then you also get to track your look back. Yeah. You can look back. You, you've been able to achieve, like it's such a beautiful thing. And it's, it just all comes down to like being vulnerable. Like yeah. all the time, boys are always taught to not be vulnerable and not have emotions. And that's the problem. Like, We're raised not to not be, be human. We're raised to not be human. Essentially. One, one question I love to ask people like men is like, when was the last time you cried? Like when I cried this going, week multiple times. Aww. I want to yeah. take a shit, man. Multiple like, times this week. I cried multiple <laughs> times this week. I've seen some fuckery this week that just yeah, it's it's, I, it's it's so I debilitating. Cry. It's insane. Like I like I like to ask that because it's kind of like alarming when men will be like, "Oh, I don't cry," or "I ain't crying like years." Like I haven't cried since my daddy left me when I was six, or some bullshit like that. Or because it's yeah. just like, why not? Like crying for me, I'm a crier. Okay, I have to have a conversation and I tell people and even with me, my mom used to and I have to try to like work back from that. My mom used to always get mad at me when I would cry, like we'd be in a like an argument about something and I would cry and she'd always be like, why the fuck are you crying for? You're this, you're that. Like you need to stop crying. My basketball coaches, if I felt like they were yelling at me and I felt whatever, they'd be like you don't have enough thick skin, whatever the case may be. But for me, crying is a way to release, especially when I'm like angry. Like, yeah. what would you mm. rather me to do? Burn your fucking house down? Cause yeah. I could do that too. Yeah. Or I could just, just let that, let out some thug tears. tears right now. Yep. <laughs> Straight up, man. No, dead ass. It's, it's, it's very real. And that, that raising of not knowing how to be a hundred percent yourself. Cause I don't think any me- I could go through the list. I don't think majority of men are a hundred percent themselves growing up because of the amount of pressures that are on you to be this man and to be this person that's going to have it all together and be a protector and all these other things when no one's teaching you how to be human. And Mm -hmm. we talk about it. I've heard it ever since I was a kid that women mature faster than men. And yeah. it's really all based off of that. It's raising, it's, it's, you're raising a, one child to be human the entire time. Someone that when they get their period, they now have to view the world in a different way. They have to move in a different way. They have to anticipate and think longevity way more than any guy does. Our, with guys growing up, everything is day by day. Day by day. Women, yeah. you, women have to think of things ahead of time way ahead and you guys have to grow up quicker in a sense um depending on your situation it's just like by the time you become an adult and especially the fact that most people aren't in like you're not in any real relationship in high school (laughs) you know what i mean like you guys hang out hold hands kiss 
excuse me, lose each other's virginity or whatever. But there's no real life things that are thrown at you um, in high school um, that are on the level of an adult, right? Yeah. So now the first she time that knocked up, <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say unless you get pregnant. <laughs> well, yeah, those are the, those are the few exceptions, right? But for the most part, even in that, most guys don't become a human until they a have a girl or b uh, um dating a girl it's it's one of the two it's, it the guys who are not afraid to be 100% themselves majority of the time i find grew up with all sisters or grew up in a household where it was all women and they know how to articulate their emotions so much better they have emotional intelligence far past most of their peers that are fellas like it's just a different thing and I, oh, listen, even with going to high school, I remember telling you guys this. I would only talk to girls. Why? Because girls actually had something to talk about. Thank you. Women actually saying, have man. things of yeah. substance to discuss. So when yeah, I was yeah. in high school, I never hung out with the guys too tough. If Unless we were playing sports, I'm always with the girls. Because the girls have something to talk about. The girls have something to debate or to get into or whatever the case may be. Women just have that human quality way earlier than men do. And then by the time you, you get to that point where you're like, ah, ah I'm, I'm with a girl now. I can, I can be a human now. And that's when you learn. <laughs> that's when most guys start getting the things in their home that they should have had from time. <laughs> the, girl, <laughs> the girl starts sprucing up the house. Um, that's when you, you start learning about women's problems, even though you should have learned that pursuing them all these years like there's just so much different opportunities um after you become an adult as a man to be to be a human where those opportunities are not presented to you growing up you're crying to i saw this on a video a guy said a girl and a boy come up to their father crying they're both crying right the boy looks at the dad the the dad looks at the boy and says why are you crying why are you crying stop the crying What's wrong with you? And the crying is like a shame thing. It's why you crying is a shame thing. Whereas he goes to the daughter and says, why are you crying? What's wrong? Tell daddy what's wrong. Express daddy yourself. You. Tell me what happened. How did it make you feel? You know what I mean? Like, and the fact that you're not awarding those same things to the boy, it, it just leads to all this fuckery, man. This leads, so essentially what I'm saying is we're all doomed. Um, <laughs> raise your sons better than our fathers did. And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Old people, I keep telling y'all about this plague I want, man. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> old people drop the ball and you guys are going to have to admit it one day. I'm looking at all of you. You guys are going to have to admit it one day. I've already accepted and vilified them for dropping the ball because there's, on top of that, the fact that women are raised with that emotional intelligence and yet still let the dad lead it in a way where the boy doesn't get it. Cause you're, you're essentially, you're the wife you've grown up with all these tools growing up and yet you never, you chose to not apply them to the boy. Women are just as complacent in this as well. It's not just men. It's not just fathers. Moms are complacent in it as well. My mom's <laughs> looked at my brother's, my little brother would cry up until he was like 14 for anything, for anything. Food cold, crying. 
<laughs> like anything. And my mom would shame him every time. Like, you're a boy. You're, you're a boy. You're too old. You're too... All this stuff for crying, right? And it's not just... Yeah, it's not just on people who didn't... Because I always, I always hear it, the daddy issues. People are saying, you know, like, oh, you never had a father, so that's why you act the way you act. Or you had a father and he wasn't there, so that's why you act the way you act. Moms are just as complacent in this shit as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. They said, but this is the quote usually is, is that it's mothers who raise their daughters and then love their their sons as like men. Mm. Like, especially if there's no dad in the situation, then they, they try to compensate. That's why they dress the kids a certain way. That's why they try to like make the kid into whatever oh, yeah. <laughs> they were lacking. Yeah, they but dress definitely that it's, child. It's both. It's not one parent. It's both. I believe in uh, generational curses, trauma that's been passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Like, I believe in it. Um, there's this book that I shared. I don't know if I've ever shared it on here. Um, it Didn't Start With You mm. by Mark. What's the name? It Didn't Start With You. Yeah. It Didn't Start With You. How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who You Are and How to End Woo! the Cycle by Mark. I'm looking Wolden. that up on Toronto Public Let's Library go. right now, Let's nigga. Go. So, it didn't. Start. I don't know, Marlon. You might want to purchase it because With it's you. a type of book where I got it. It has like all these different activities. I got it. Um, in it, and it like really makes you pause and step, and it will be like, okay, like let's talk. Like, who are the people that are in your life? You're talk about your mother, your daughter, your spouse. Talk about your boss. Talk about whatever. Like, what do you think that? How do you think they perceive you? What do you think that they're going through? Like, it's mm -hmm. really emotional, and it's kind of hard to get through. I haven't even finished all of it, and I've had it for like. Oh, like a year and a half, two years or something like that, because it really makes you see things in a different perspective. And it gives this one story um, about, they gave a couple of stories, but one for sure, I remember it had to do with um, this guy, he was like in jail and he never understood why he like, how he ended up down that path or whatever. And then they went back and they looked at the father um, the father's lifestyle and the father had something to do with like criminal activity or whatever. And then they went even mm -hmm. further to the grandfathers and like the thing that tied all three generations or four generations was, was that uh, somebody and a boss or employee went and killed a boss. He like murdered the boss or whatever. And the person that murdered the boss didn't get the jail time that he actually deserved to get. So it ended up getting passed down to oh, like wow. future generations and the crimes were very similar in Sins terms of, a of like father. murder and whatever. So like that was one example. And then they give another example that sometimes it does come from your maternal side. Um, if your mother wasn't around in a crucial part of your life when you were born, like the first six months or whatever, then you start getting a certain like detachment. And that can potentially like harm it, wow. like your future relationship with your mother, just because your mother might not have been around for those first six months. Or That's whatever crazy. Maybe or wasn't the the motherly figure that they need to. It's like it's so freaking good. But it made me realize that like even with my mom's situation, like she's a good mom, but it's like there was always something a little off with us mm. that it wasn't exactly the mother-daughter relationship that everybody kind of like wants and then i look back to how her and her mom their 
cool. Like they're definitely the closest. My mom takes care of my grandma and does all this stuff. But my grandma never said I love you to my mom until like a couple years ago. And mm. like, yeah, no, that, that's real. That's real shit. That's but then you go real. back to the next level. My grandma was adopted, so her mom mm. gave her up. She, my mom gave up her her daughter, mm. and then her grandmother ended up Jeez. adopting her. But because she gave her up in the crucial time of when she needed that yep. mothering nature, it's like you can see that they all tried to do a little bit better than the last. They try to compensate because, because they haven't like faced it like yo this could be the issue it keeps getting passed on so for me right now like i want to work on that because for whatever reason i end up with a daughter i would hate to be aware of this and then have to go through the same thing with my daughter yeah no i've made it a good conversation to have coming up to you know renewing father's day this weekend yeah no dead ass <laughs> yeah i forgot about that um <laughs> father's day is always the forgotten one well there's a reason um <laughs> with me i i identify with that heavily because growing up i didn't hear i love you a lot and mm -hmm. telling people i love you felt foreign felt very do i want to do that is that weird like it I, it took me doing it deliberately as much as possible especially to men um because i find that a lot of men don't say it to each other uh, mm -hmm. it, it's just like this thing where it's like men are just supposed to understand because if i say it then i'm gay like <laughs> you know what i mean so um i always loved what a new yorker would be like yo i love you man like yo i love you bro and i was like hey man whenever i say that to a homie like that's that's the exact tone i'm saying it with but i do remember one time i had a friend out of nowhere, he's like, yo, I love you, bro. Man, like, I, I fucking, it's my, you my man. I love you, man. Like, I really, really love you. And he just, he went from, like, the homeboy to, to I really, really love you. And I was like, you're right. back to that tone, bro. Like, <laughs> same, same with that, like, yo, homie, I love you, bro. Like, I'm like, I love it. you. I got it. I got it. No, I really, really love <laughs> you. No, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I even identified this week. Um, I can't remember what I was watching, but it just made me start thinking about like the communication between my parents um, growing up, my stepdad and my mom. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yo, I don't know how they got anything done collectively. There was no, I've never, I, I can't list one time where I've seen them sit down and just make plans for anything, whether it be taking us out, whether it be bills, anything. It was, in my household, it was, all right, my stepdad's like, I'm a parent. My mom's like, I'm a parent. All right, we parents. It was never, it was never like, we're parents you know what i mean like it was just like we're here we're doing our own thing but we're doing it together kind of <laughs> we're doing it in the same house you know what i mean and i noticed that that it bled into my future relationships and mm -hmm. how i wouldn't i would see something that would bug me or i would want to do something i would want to plan something and i just wouldn't voice it and then once I didn't voice it, I grew resentment. And once I grew resentment, it it came out in other ways. Like I'm snapping at the person uh, for no reason, or I'm not doing certain things because I'm not seeing certain things done for me. So it's like, without that communication, 
you run the risk of like communication first of all in relationships like it's i know people key. say it's key but my god D- deal it's, it's beyond it's, it's beyond key it's literally yeah. like the life force of your relationship if you allow it to be because it with if you don't allow communication to be your centerpiece of the relationship i feel like everything else crumbles just even, by even that just even by applies default. to self communication. Yeah, like the way the way you speak to yourself and communicate to your mind every day will affect the way you are on a daily basis. So yeah, and if you you're know, not communicating with somebody else, yeah, if you're not communicating with somebody else, you're definitely not communicating with yourself. Because mm-hmm. communicating with yourself would tell you, yo, I gotta communicate with other people. Um, so it's just it was it was wild to come to that realization, and then the next thought was. Damn, I need therapy. <laughs> Cause I'm like, yo, if I if I can make that connection, and it took me 31 years, <laughs> I, a therapist, a professional, could make some other connections probably way quicker. Way quicker. Um, oh, for real. I started therapy in December. Um, I haven't been um, in like two months, but like it helps it makes you see things just a little bit wrong like differently and now i'm sitting here like damn it i should listen to my therapist when she told me not to talk to that guy like <laughs> she yeah, was no, right i, I would have bought them some shoes i would love uh, to know if i have like abandonment issues or any I'm of the sure detachment issue like any of those things i would love to mm-hmm. get like essentially it's like going to a mechanic for your for your brain <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how yeah. people should view therapy. It's not like uh someone trying to interrogate you and find out your inner darker secrets. It's someone yeah. trying to essentially fix you or help Just you some, help you fix help you. Release. Yeah. That's like, help they, release. You need a dump. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen this Buddha it's this thing called a Buddha block. And it's just a stone with a, and you ha- it has like this compartment that holds like a, a brush. You just dip it in water and you write all, it's, it's meant to write all your negative thoughts and it'll just disappear into the air. Oh, okay. Right. That, so it's that's meant to wow. like release, release things. Cause if it's, if it just festers in your head the whole time, like it's going to turn into something and like eventually it's manifest. So, it's so, so you just wild release how it so into many... the air. That's it. Yeah, it's so wild how so many practices are so similar. There's a full mm-hmm. moon practice like that where it's essentially writing something and burning it and letting it mm-hmm. off into the air and just releasing it that way. But it's not um, releasing negative energy. It's expelling positive energy. It's mm-hmm. manifesting essentially with the with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I seen mo- somebody on the last full moon. They're like, make sure you talk to the moon and tell yeah. them like all your wishes, like your goals and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I was like, hi, moon. What's yeah. up? I've no, never I'm- done this before, but let me tell you, I'm trying to manifest uh, a million dollars, baby. Mm. Hello. You got to put on some uh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> Hello, Jamario Moon. Oh, shit. How are you? Um, Bruno Mars was onto something. Oh, my God. What? I'm just a man on the moon. Definitely try to get therapy though, y'all. You guys ever heard this song? I know, I know, I know Norm has heard this song. Big tune, big tune, big tune. I want you back. I want you back. My neighbors think I'm crazy. They don't understand. You could definitely put a reggae tune to this. <laughs> all I had. And 
song if you want to flex the <laughs> vocals he's a vocal monster man like i've seen some videos of him live on i don't know how he doesn't lose his voice every single night he has that <laughs> michael he has that michael bolton factor where you think his voice is about to give up at any second now you're like it's no. it's over <laughs> but he just keeps he keeps on that right that perfect <laughs> pitch it's incredible um speaking of incredible <laughs> the Bachelor. <laughs> 24 seasons after its inception, we have the first black bachelor. And it's not the intern? <laughs> it's not intern? Unfucking believable. Hold on, 24 years? I'm 24 pissed. seasons. 24 seasons. So I don't know. Going since, they did it for uh, Kobe. They've been going since 2002. <laughs> since 2002. Oh so 18 years <laughs> it took for them. Excuse me. What, to, and what, uh, a fitting, what a fucking fitting time. Bruh. They're like, we stand with Black Lives Matter. Let me bruh. win. Look what time it is. Look what time it is. I know when, oh, when George was... Floyd got shot and all of these companies had to say Black Lives Matter, the bachelor was sitting back like, ah, we got we this one in the bag, boys. For <laughs> once, we were ahead of the curve. <laughs> 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 they definitely thought, we, we good. We good. And then... Um, black people saw the black man <laughs> chosen <laughs> for this. No. Uh, no. His name, I believe, is Matt James. Matt. Oh no, he's giving he's giving a bad rap to the mats. He's yeah, already I, he's I, already I, coming I already for the mats. Name. He's fucking up the mat them name. Matt we James. We y'all had a meeting. What? Well, all the Matthews had a meeting. We don't vouch for that nigga. You don't written. Oh shit! Oh, no. They don't vouch for that nigga. God we don't damn. Vouch for that nigga. Matt got scratched. No. Matt said we don't fuck with the King James version. No, no, not, <laughs> no, not sir. Matt James. <laughs> no sir. Not LeBron James. Not James Brown, motherfucker. Um, Matt James. <laughs> Matt, J <laughs> Matt James. Matt James. Matt James. <laughs> um. <laughs> First of all, the girls are mad. Um, I'll, I'll have Alicia weigh in on this this topic. Is he an attractive young man? I mean, he's fine. Like I'm looking at his picture right now. He's fine. Like he's fine. Like okay, not like oh he's fine. But that's the point, isn't it? That that's yeah. Every white bachelor I've ever that's seen going on the show, white women are like, oh my god, oh my god. You so, see. 
I don't I know. I think I think if they were gonna go black, they should have went like you know just black. Like it should have been. They should have. Yeah, nigga. no, I it wanted been a good nigga. Yeah, first black bachelor have to have the Dewey. Um, he got it. He has to have a, a do rag come in with the kente cloth. I think off rip. That would be nice. We just gotta go blickety blickety like black. The, just the off thing rip. Is, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm scrolling and looking at some of these like black bachelor guys and stuff like that. Like they all kind of got this look. The little dweeby like like thin frame. <laughs> I don't know. That's no, I get like, it. They, this nigga like, looks like he works thing, IT. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. And for me, it's like, yo, if I want like a black bachelor, I want him to have like the full beard and like you know like this nice chocolatey like smooth skin with, with the way that like woman body like that would be nice with the way women go especially white women go crazy for idris elba i would have thought that it would have been something similar to he would have been cooked like idris to be honest um instead he is cooked like uh, Le uh leandra barbosa um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that boy looked like iguodala oh you know what oh and then i also god. read that um the only reason why the bachelor decided to choose this black man or a black man was because a former like bachelor participant she went to bat for it i'm assuming it's probably like you how many black women have done it the bachelor so a black woman once again vouching um, for the niggas yeah apparently it was the girl who was just like no like i am going to like disassociate myself from your your franchise if you do not put a fucking black bachelor on this shit so the fact mm. that it took 18 seasons and this is the first black first yeah. ba black i mean 18 years and this is the first black person they haven't had a gay season they haven't had a trans season. They haven't mm. had an Asian season, an mm. Indian season. Like it, 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 it's just been all cocky. It is I mean, egregious. This, this is nothing new, though. Like I don't know if you guys knew this, but Top Chef Canada, uh, my, my homie Adrian Forte, he was the first Bong. black, Bong. and he's also Jamaican, but the first black chef in eight seasons. It's like we're gonna get me? him and Jamar from Big Brother Canada on the show soon, wait, very wait, soon. Wait. We need to talk the talk. Bong, we need to talk bong, about what these shows bong, are dealing with behind bong. the scenes. I might, another, I might have another extra gravy exclusive. Extra gravy oh, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Premiere, 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 premiere. Exclusive. So, since you brought up Adrian, <laughs> uh, he was one of the original founders of Dirty Bird, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. He asked if he can come on the show and speak on it. So, well, like, bring um, it up. Let him know. So, here we go. I found out from a source um inside info that because i don't know if you guys seen recently you know we're trying to share all these black support black business right? black business and lucy's and i've been see i have to go there um, i've seen a lot of people talking about it in the last there. couple weeks but i've been seeing a lot of uh support dirty bird because it's a black owned business but i literally it's literally it's a just what talk to somebody like right now while we were on the podcast i literally just talked to somebody and they said that they're all of the co-owners have been pushed out yeah and it's not black owned so first yeah. of all what we need to do is stop promoting it but at the same time we need them to promote it so that they can get the money that they originally invested so we Hold can't on. cancel dirty bird until everybody gets like they didn't get that money yet they're in the airport but wait now hold on to add to that extra gravy there's more there's more there's more there is more they have reached out with hopes 
Now they, they've, they've admitted their wrongdoings and would like to provide, give them, basically give back shares. Stimulus packages. Equity. Because they know now that they're within this category of black owned businesses, it's going to increase their sales. So now they just have to have someone that's black to part. A part figurehead. But y'all already kicked them out. They already right. kicked them out. <laughs> The fuck? Uh, and who was involved in that? Wasn't that Brian, Brian Butler, Chef, Chef yeah. Brian, and Chef Adrian? Those two. And there like, was more. There was. What like about Flo? Flo? Yeah, yeah, Flo. Was she not black? There was, there was Josh. Um, he was white, but Flo was like she's Asian, but she has like a black son. Her son is mixed, I think. <laughs> she got a black son though, so she's a, she's it's a black enough. owned business, she's kind like, of. She's like in association, but like Adrian Flo's mad cool, black, man. So Flo's cool. It people. wasn't. It wasn't necessarily like. Uh, I think there's another person who's still. I don't know who the other person is. We'll get the full details. It, we'll get the full details. All I'm saying, we is gonna that get them on we, the show. What we need to do is just not include them in the black owned business spectrum because they're not black owned at all. Nobody who. Com- runs the place now is black so mm-hmm. we need to take them off of take them shit. off the bob list but mm-hmm. at the same time i want to see all those people who originally found it make sure that they get their money that they deserve get your mm-hmm. coins i don't know if you guys knew about this though here's another one. Oh, it's actually gave me exclusive 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 from here from here from here from here from here from here maybe it's not no. an exclusive well <laughs> since, since we're talking about you know black people on television uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, the Canadian icon that is Hal Johnson. And Joanne McLeod? Let's go. Right. Let's Hal go. Johnson Real Joanne nigga? McLeod. Real nigga body right. break? Let's and go. There was a video that was released of him explaining his, his, his issues and his situation in the 80s, 1988 to be effect, uh, when he was trying to get on TSN. All right, he was trying to get on the TSN network. Oh, do tell. Do All tell, right. please. So we- he was trying to get on the TSN network. He was somebody encouraged, someone that worked for TSN was like, hey, man, you'd be great. At the time, there was only, I believe it was Mark Jones. Okay, mm. who's still, still working with him to this day, right? He was the only black uh, sportscaster at the time. So when Hal Johnson uh, submitted his tape, he was like, yo, you got the job. You pretty much got this. And then the homie had to hit him up a couple of days later and retract because he was like, you know what? That's they already they realized they already same have fucking day. Sec- they have a second black. They already have a, a black cast. Like one so black they person. They don't need a second one, right? So they met their quota. Now, obviously, he's like, you know what? I'll figure this out. Let me let me let me let me let me pivot. So he goes to Joanne McLeod and like, let's make participate. Let's make body break. Body break. Right. Ooh, yeah. They had a six episode pitch. They had it ready and set to go. They shipped it to 42 different spots. They shipped it to so many different places and everybody turned them down. And finally, they're like, yo, who who handles like the multiculturalism in in, uh, the multicultural sector of Canada and those participation? So finally, they were the only people that finally accept them. Jesus. In Canada. In Canada. In Canada. TSN. TSN Let's talk about no. TSN, shall we? Let's uh, talk let's about TSN. Talk a show that plays black people all the time. Their highlights, top tens. 
the whole the whole shebang, like half of not even half of their content. You know when the DJs say take your black like take black music off of your playlist and see what it looks like. Take black highlights off of your off. Of your TSN is lost and found. It's uh, it's <laughs> TS- TSN is lost and found. <laughs> I saw Mastermind retweet something. They they tweeted um they tweeted the link of the reporters that are on TSN right now, and I think they said that six out of the 32 or something are people of like visible minorities so there's like yep. i think four or four black people an asian guy and they would have you believe an that guy an indian guy they would really have you believe too that um only white people are applying for these jobs because that's what i would be led to believe if i were to see that that doesn't make any sense only white people are applying and qualified for these jobs make it make sense same thing the same thing could be said for music labels because mm-hmm. let's just keep it a stack the, the the things that blacks are pushed to sports music rapping and music and 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 um they dominate we dominate in those areas right mm-hmm. so why doesn't it look the same in the back end why doesn't it look the same in the offices why isn't that reflected in the labels and the label heads I don't see how a predominantly black sport has all white owners. Sounds like slavery. Just take um, a quick look yeah. in the group chat, Marlon. And, and that's what Alicia, I think, was talking about, what I put yeah. in the group chat. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's... Listen. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 I, I don't... That's the, that's the shit right there. That's the shit right there. Oh, man. Take wow. a look at that. But shout out my girl, Kayla Gray. Shout out to fucking Kayla. And we need to protect Kayla Gray at all costs. At all costs. Hundred percent. Fuck boys and fuck gals. At try to all times. Hundred percent. And what they need to know is, we got her back. I, I, listen. Yeah. Don't Tim Bloodclot McClure. Don't fucking ever in your life. Listen. Think that you could passive aggressively try to get my friend fired again in your life. In your listen. life bro you are a sick individual the fact that you are on here for those of you guys who don't know there's this uh lady i'm not even gonna name her because i don't want to give her any more recognition than she deserves um apparently she works for tsn her husband is a former cfl player Mm -hmm. yeah and he worked and he no uh former tsn but he works for tsn as well he's one of the only black (laughs) <laughs> oh god three black people that are there sickening too. coon chip activated so, so bad uh his wife is uh an employee at tsn as well and she thought it would be a good idea to write up a story about her experiences with racism growing up in a small town and the racism that her and her husband has had to have had to endure uh during their time together namely from her father Right? First paragraph, she says nigger at least twice. Hard ER. Hard ER. Just written in there. Spells it all. And I don't give a fuck if you are quoting your dad. You could be quoting Jesus Christ himself. If he's white, I don't want to I don't want to see that word come out of your mouth or written from your fingers. That's first of all. Like you know when Bill Burr or 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 any of the comedians say it that do say it you're not cool with it right? not cool with it not cool with it and i understand um things in the realm of comedy 
I can understand things in the realm of comedy because I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about the um, the time when they all sat down <laughs> with Seinfeld, Chris Rock, uh, Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais. They all sat yeah. down and had a comedy discussion. And, and Louis C.K. said just, it like nothing. Yeah, he said it like nothing because he knows who his friends are. Yeah, People, listen, you always have to understand, people know who to say those things around. Yeah. Always. Chris Rock is the guy to say it around. Chris Rock, if you go back and look at Bring the Bring the Pain or whatever that is it Bring the Pain? Was it special? Was that oh, his Bring the Pain? Yeah, Bring the Pain. Yeah. Bring the Pain has aged, aged so fucking horribly. It's insane. Like the whole the whole stand-up special is coon chick activated. The fact that he says, I love black people, I hate niggas. Like <laughs> there's so many things that he reinforced. Mm-hmm. In that special that I'm pretty sure him as a black man now, even looking back at it, if you were to ask him, probably regret some of those jokes. Because some of those jokes became a staple and became groupthink. And like actual, like that's what people think of black people. Especially when black people, especially when white people. Yeah, especially when white people see a black person saying it of their own black person. I saw a video the other day of an African guy with a Trump shirt on at the protests Full, thick Nigerian accent. If you do not want to live here, go back to your country. (laughs) White people are dapping him in the street. And he's shaking their hands. If you don't like it here, go back to your country. And I'm looking at him like, Bruh, what? (laughs) Fam, do you hear yourself? Oh, man. I wonder if that was a joke or not. It was not. He was very serious. He was very he serious. He had a cowboy hat on? Uh, he had a fedora on, like a comic are fedora. Sure, are you sure it wasn't Michael Blackson? Mm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure it wasn't Michael Blackson. Um, mm. But, yeah. It, people know who to do these things around, bro. And Kayla, as courageous and as, as smart as she is, called it out and said... Yo, I don't care who you are or what you're writing about. At no time is saying the N-word okay if you're a white person. And then tagged um, the woman and said, and no, I'm not reposting this woman's article. Right? So -hmm. then now this wastesuit, Tim, decides to make an entire thread going, basically... Bigging up the article, first of all, and then saying, hey, I'm not trying to get Kayla in trouble, but are you guys sure she shouldn't be in trouble? <sighs> and tagged eight of her employers at the same time. And then double tried to double down on it and say, oh, I, I, I wasn't trying to get her fired. That, was, that wasn't what I was trying to do. And it's just like, I, I, ooh, I was trying to spark a, um, what? A conversation. A conversation. I think there's a conversation to be had. I would, I would love to sit down with so-and-so, Kayla, and so-and-so, and discuss this. There's no, no conversation to be had, my niggas. Stop saying it. Like, what? How incredibly tone-deaf do you have to be, man? Read the room. The room. <laughs> we continue That's to say crazy. it. Read the room. It's fucking nuts at this point. They want to try to flex their privilege and they try so fucking hard and then it just backfires in their fucking face because we are stronger. (laughs) We're a strong force. 
It's him I, must, I, 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 I hate to admit, but I don't actually mind to admit neither. Uh, every morning I wake up to one of my new favorite guilty pleasures. It's a, uh, it's a Instagram page called Karen's Gone Wild. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. my God. It's I, shared so cool. some, I shared it with my mom. I was like, go get your sisters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, it's a tough good. time to be named Karen right now. Fuck. Oh, Especially oh, if you're yeah. a white woman named Karen. God damn, bruh. That would like, suck. Mom, why'd you do this? Like to if me? every coon ass nigga got called the Marlin. Oh my! I'm changing my name. <laughs> I'm changing my name tomorrow. Are you stupid? No way. That's wild. That's too nuts. Norm, which one did you really, really love? What? Of the Karen's Gone Wild. <laughs> oh man! Shoot, there was. There's that one chick that would like that had her eyebrows all extra high, and she was like, hmm, "Oh, I know the person that lives here." It was really the dude she that lived there. The fucking idiot. That girl so, looked like, like Ryuk. I was sick. Yeah, she she just had that face of like you know V for Ven- that V for Vendetta mask. Yep. People were saying she looked like, like Caitlyn Jenner. She looked like oh, Ry- yeah. she, she looked like Ryuk from Death Note. Oh my, oh my god! My favorite is the one, like the woman in the park, and there's the kid driving the uh, oh yeah, little motorized, yeah. their little yeah. toy car. Yeah, and this stupid ass woman is like, I just don't, I, I, I just have a problem that he's driving this and he doesn't have a license. A license, like, I am like woman. Are you fucking kidding me? What is happening right now? What is happening? Uh, what, what's going Marlin on? Because he looked like yeah. he never seen it, and yeah. I just Marlin, thought that was the yeah. funniest shit ever. Because I yeah. was like, "Lady, you sound about dumb. You stupid." That was real. That's a real thing, Marlon. Yes, yes. Take it in. Take just, it in. That's a real thing. You saying you saying you just don't feel comfortable because a little kid is driving his toy car and doesn't have a fucking license. You don't need a license to drive a little car. Start like, punching yo, white people. Start punching white people, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want violence. <laughs> Any white person that bugs me for anything, once I get past my explanation and there's pushback, I'm knocking you out. I'm gone. This is a comic that just popped up on my feed. This black comic that, that was talking about how uh, he just found his new guilty pleasure and it's watching white people get arrested. <laughs> just in these weird situations because he's like yeah you go police Let's <laughs> you go get that Yo, it's <laughs> mine, is, mine is seeing all these like people lose their jobs these kids oh, who want to x up oh, themselves yes. and say some stupid shit and they're getting losing their scholarships they're losing oh. uh, mm. their reference Mwah. letters like oh. my mentor <laughs> My mentor, she has made it her personal, she used to be a teacher, but she made it her personal business to call out all these like kids, like high school kids who are about to graduate and go into college. And she was just like, no, like, I obviously don't want them to like, you know, fail in life, but they have to learn a lesson. I want them to fail in life. These aren't the fucking shits you do. Like, don't do that. So she's gotten hella people. I'm talking about hella kids, like not, she's made sure that they, they haven't gotten their scholarships, like graduate from high beautiful. school like all oh, that stuff beautiful she's, she i wish that was a show they should have replaced that with cops because or, they, or the border patrol they cancel they canceled border patrol they canceled uh cops they canceled paw patrol a bunch of those like no, cops no, no, no. paw patrol is still good don't do that to paw, nah, paw, paw patrol is done it's done they, yeah they, they 
It's canceled. They said that was a rumor. I it hope it's not. Joke. I hope it's not. Because that's too funny. If they get rid of Paw Patrol, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> They're, they're accusing it of copa copa copaganda copaganda i'm pretty sure like so i used to work for the company i used to work for the toy company that started paw patrol so i was there in like the infrastructure. where haven't you fucking worked Damn. dude I worked a lot you of have been like, at the epicenter of that. culture <laughs> <laughs> You know Austin. Oh, you, know. you know. Hey man. I'm oh my here. gosh! And I was like looking for something. I was looking for a tweet, and one of his old tweets, like that he sent to me, came. Oh god. Up, um, like literally days ago. But yeah, I I don't know. If, I thought I read somewhere that Paw Patrol joked about them like canceling themselves mm. because of everything going on, but I don't think it was actually. What was that Austin tweet? Was he like, "Yo, Ace, I love that name." <laughs> I love that name Ace. Wow. It could be like a family or something. Oh my gosh. Could make merch, steal niggas coloring books. Damn, where is it? I know I screenshotted it. Nah, you ain't screenshot it. Anyways. Oh, I did, I did, I did. I said F them light skin youths. Um colorism, yes. <laughs> Against my own one. Expose yourself. <laughs> I said, F the light skin youths. And then he had said, uh, it was me quoting him. And he said that him and uh, my ex boyfriend are teaming up against me right now. Light skin so youths. Yeah. Mm. I was like, F them light skin Those are your peoples, eh? Yeah. Those are your peoples, eh? Yeah. <laughs> They're not really. I'm disowning all of them. <laughs> oh, man. Another week. <laughs> Another spilling of the extra gravy. We want to oh, thank yeah. you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Patreon people still in here. Muhammad, Jason, you made it to the end. People fell out. Y'all niggas is still here. Um, they yeah. rode with us. Shout outs. Mm. Uh, Yate said that the origin, origin for Picnic is much older um muhammad said yes yeah, definitely fr comes from french like from the 1700s which is true it did come from mm -hmm. that but it was remixed then they, yeah. they took it and twisted it <laughs> this yeah. is the remix <laughs> yeah can't stop won't stop <laughs> um that is like the <laughs> i think diddy came up with a slogan for racism <laughs> can't stop won't Ooh, stop no. take that take that um <laughs> want to thank you guys so much <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Rewind it back. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in another week with us. Uh, this was a really fun episode. Shout out to Timothy uh, Hell yeah. for coming through and, and kicking it with us for a bit. Um, if you guys want extra content, always, always head over to the Patreon where we have yeah. extra videos, pictures, uh, extra episodes called The Leftovers where we essentially do everything that's been left over from the original episode. And mm -hmm. um, we have some really dope guests on there. I'm trying to get some more dope guests in the coming weeks. So if you are a $5 subscriber or a $10 subscriber, look forward to that extra content. If you just want to support the podcast um, and support us essentially, uh, two dollars is more than fine. We'll take mm -hmm. anything we can get, really. Um, <laughs> anything, anything. But you might even be able to join our our Zoom call. Sometimes. Yes, exactly. Like, 
Definitely. That's, that's how these Patreon members uh, have been in here the entire, well, not the entire time, but majority of the episode. Uh, mm -hmm. They've been in here with us and just enjoying it live. We're going to be doing that, yeah. as we promised, once a month for all of our Patreon um, subscribers. So yeah. I, I'm not even going to, it's not going to be a set planned month. It's going to be just mm -hmm. whatever fun episode I feel like we're about to have. I'm gonna mm -hmm. plug the link on there. Just drop the link, so you I'm gotta do it. Yeah, and you guys gotta have your notifications on Patreon, gang, because if you don't have it on, you're gonna miss some cool, cool shit that's happening in real time like this. Um, yeah. So thank you to everybody that has recently subscribed to the podcast. We got Sam, we got Stacy B, Sean Granville, Catherine, Coda, Troy, Khan, Hussam, Ryan, Ron C. Joshua, Miss Faith, and those are all Ooh. just this week. So shout out to y'all, y'all, y'all. The bong, support bong, 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 has been crazy, then, man. You know what? I got some for all the Patreon people. Oh shit! I haven't been able to announce something like this in a long time. Oh shit! Oh shit! This is for Gravy exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Well, premiere, 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 premiere. Premier. Premier. This Friday, come out to Christy Pitts. If you tell, if you show me that you're a Patreon member, I'm gonna hook you up with something, man. Come dope, on, dope. Shout out to Ben Bonkers and yeah, uh, everybody Ooh. doing comedy out in the park. Uh, just saying, fuck the rules um, because the cops are trying to shut shut niggas down. But mm -hmm. well, we did the laughter will um, prevail. Last Saturday, I did the uh, social distance fundraiser. Block mm -hmm. for Black. Hey. Ashley yes, that was team. so fun. How much did y'all uh, raise? So the goal was $10,000. We raised $35,000. Out here, 25K. Yeah. And where's that going? Over 35K. Oh, 35K. So, wow. Yeah, 35. So it goes to Black Legal Action Center, which is a black, like, law not law firm, like it's a law firm essentially, but it helps um, low to no income black families with their legal issues. Nice. So um, some of the, it's ran by like black women too. There's black lawyers and all that other stuff. So it's not like, you know, somebody just trying to take it over, but um, yeah, so they were out there and it was great. And shout out to like all the gravy gang. There was multiple people that came ah, to me. Ah, ah, GG. Um, they, they heard that we were going to be there. Like I was going to be there. So they pulled up. Um, and they say they listen all the time, so shout out to y'all. Shout out to the gravy gang and his so, motherfucker. Yeah. Smothered like a motherfucker. But hey, we still thrive and we still <laughs> hey, surpassed our goal like crazy. That's what's up. I got a, I got a video, Ashley, because I saw him talking. I'm like, let me pull out my phone just in case. <laughs> and I just saw her like talk herself out the situation, and they're like, I guess we gotta go. And she just walked across the street nonchalantly. Like, yeah. There you go. I mean, with that, they they actually like got permission from the city to be there, and there were some reps that were there, like MPs and stuff. So, um, the biggest thing was that the neighbors, all those motherfucking Karens that were looking down, like, oh, people aren't social distancing enough, and that wasn't even necessarily the police's problems. Um, I think some of the restaurants that were participating, they were like pre-mixing drinks and selling them which you're not allowed to do you're supposed to like give the closed bottle for people to like leave so it was like more of a shops doing things but luckily nobody got fined they didn't shut us down so. even though shit's opening back up the world is still very weird so keep it's that in weird. mind people um yeah. especially when you're going into establishments most places will not let you in without a mask these days you get fined now on the ttc if you're on public transportation without a mask 
Um, and most Ubers um, encourage oh, you to wear you a up. mask. They will not mm -hmm. pick you up in some cases. So yeah, be, please be very mindful of that. Please be very safe. All my black people, all my black listeners, please be very, very safe. Um, 100%. I got to give you guys safe. the extra, extra stamp these days. Um, mm. And man, just look out for one another. Keep you guys, mm. you know, keep each other in your prayers or whatever you believe in. And um, yeah, man, move, and move, move smart in these streets these days. Yeah. And shout yeah. outs to white people. Keep on exposing yourself. You know, just yes, just keep on showing your true colors. And I see those true colors shining. That's through. why you're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you canceled. That's oh, great. Oh, you're uh, uh, Robert Kiyosagi, whatever the rich dad, poor dad guy. I'm so upset I got to burn his book. He went oh. and said some stupid shit, so he getting canceled too. So. Damn, oh, damn. All lives matter well, I got, the, I got the book you suggested. Um, uh, it Didn't Start With You by Mark Wolin, W-O-L-Y-N-N. Um, I just got the audio book um, from the library, so I will be taking that in. And um, you guys have anything planned this week coming up, or is that it other than comedy show? That's about it. I'm, show Friday at the park. I'm gonna be interviewing Beanie Man this week. Whoa! Hold on, hold on. So We're that might be coming for the Patreon. That might be, you know, we might have to do an impromptu extra what? gravy show. I don't know. I don't know what's you gonna happen. The, hold on. But um, the keys to the beamer. As as you guys are listening to this, I'm probably interviewing him right now. Um, so that will be very dope. I'm going to get to talk to him about his career, about his, uh, future, um, in dance hall, the current state of dance hall. And of course the versus battle that we all got to witness. And, um, yeah, it's going to be very dope. Ask one question on, on my behalf. Mm. How much weight has he lost so far? I will definitely do that. That's definitely yeah. in the cards. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening to the extra yes. gravy show because we are on youtube right now if you if you didn't know um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm marlon i'm norm and i'm alicia west and that was the extra gravy want to get a chiseled look in the jawline sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from juvederm volux xc juvederm volux xc is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist visit juvederm.com that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.